0: Hey, it's Bubba. Don't forget it's holiday season, and if you don't know what to get uh, for a gift or a stocking stuffer, well, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has all the tools to guarantee you that you win this year's stocking stuffer and or white elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they've served over 4 million men worldwide. That's like 8 million balls, if my math is correct. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code Bubba. You know, Manscaped's best-selling product should be at the top of every man's wish list for this Christmas, and that's the Performance Package 4.0. Inside of that bad boy performance package, you're going to get the lawnmower body trimmer. As a matter of fact, I shaved my chest and arms and my pubes today with it. It's the best trimmer on the market for your balls, your butt, your body, and the weed whacker for your ears and your nose. You got to keep up on that or you're going to look old, buddy. And let's not forget their famous liquid formulations. The Crop Preserver, ball deodorant, and Crop Reviver, ball toner, to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Keeping your balls fresh, fellas, is important. You never know when you're going to get some, I don't know, spur-of-the-moment action on those bad boys. Whether this is for your partner, your dad, your brother, your friend, get them something that they're actually going to use, and might get a laugh or two out of it as well. Get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com with promo code Bubba. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped.
1: Welcome. To the sports show with Lummy and Babyface. Hello,
2: hello. A little Christmas special. There we go. Post-Christmas special. That's it.
1: Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Lummy. How are you? I'm doing great. 813-90-BUBBA. Eight one three nine zero
2: bubba Brian, how was your Christmas? It was lovely. You know, great to spend with a... A three and a half year old, it's uh makes it way more fun.
1: So, it, uh, obviously, it's probably a little different than me with the
2: yeah, yours is <laughs> yours won't be fun for another two Christmases because what your Wilbur's what four months old, three months, three months old, yeah. yeah. So, next next will be eh, you know, there'll be a few things, but but by uh by the third Christmas, that's a lot better.
1: Yeah, I was trying to teach him how to open up gifts, and then he was a little bit more. Uh, entertained with the wrapping paper compared to the the actual gifts he got. Uh, I mean, obviously it was clothes and we Tito's. Bought, yeah, I mean, <laughs> of course. And some... you
2: got to handle the Tito's.
1: Hey, roller. hey, hey! Look, the neighbor brought a a, a gift bag of a uh, gray goose. <laughs> All right, Daddy will be uh, saving this one for never for me.
2: Yeah, you drank it that day.
1: Mm, I waited till the night. Yeah, I mean. But uh, you had a good Christmas, everything going good in your world. Yeah, everything's great, man. Crazy days in football, huh?
2: You know, We it's, were just
1: talking about that, too.
2: Yeah, the COVID's a, a bitch. It cost me one of my fantasies. Um, you know, I was in the, the semis on uh, the two cash leagues I play in, and uh, it cost me one of the, the fantasy finals because I had to go without Kelsey. And... Yep. That's a killer. I mean, you can't you can't lose a more a more meaningful uh, point differentiating player position player than Travis Kelsey. So, the the because the replacement l- level players you can get are just nowhere near his production.
1: Well, that's a uh, Grouper Lips and I were in the Bub Army League, and uh, Grouper Lips was in first place the whole year, and he lost pretty much because of COVID. I had Dalvin Cook who went out, and pretty much. We both uh, now are not in the championship game, and we were first and second in the uh, in the league going through. That's the way it
2: goes, man. And my other one, I'm I'm in the finals. I had a monster week, but I was able to pick up uh, Justin Jackson, and um, and and so that was a, a huge different ma- difference maker for me.
1: What I what saved me, which you know goes on to the line of the Bucks, is uh, Antonio Brown coming back. Yeah, I mean, I had to spend twenty bucks to get him. Because in ours we have a little free agency, and then yeah. you get a certain amount of money throughout the year. And I spent everything I had to get them to make the championship game in this other league. But Antonio Brown for the, I mean, what do you think if Antonio Brown doesn't come back this uh, last week? You think the Bucks win the game? Yeah. So it is, I mean, but Antonio Brown was pretty much the only target they
2: had. It was you know, they didn't need to pass, and they weren't going to pass a lot um, to win that game. So they they the Bucks did what they had to do, which was barely anything. I, we had a caller call in last week and <laughs> suggested that the the Panthers were going to beat the Bucks twice, sweep them to end the season. I think that was Hinstar. Yeah, I, I don't think, know. Yeah, who, who it was, but uh, delusional is uh, is a good. Pretty J- good <laughs> summary.
1: JJ zero three one seven ruse with a hundred. JJ three one seven ruse with two hundred and another hundred from him. Thank you. Actually, uh Captain Ron we, last year he made a bet with me. It was like twenty bucks each game. He's a Panthers fan too. And he sent me a text. He said, let's do it again. I said, all right, if you want to lose money. Yeah. I mean, you guys got either back Sam Donald or you got Cam Newton. I mean, those are not
2: good options. No, that you, you can't win NFL football games with those guys without a running back. I mean, if, if you have McCaffrey healthy, then maybe you have a chance to keep it close. Um, just the threat of him running makes the wide receivers so much better. But without him, they are... Uh, an awful team. I don't know that many, I don't know if the quarterback would make a difference at all there, quite honestly. I think they got, I mean, they have weapons. Well, DJ Moore's a, a, would be a legitimate number two on most teams in the NFL, and Robbie Anderson would be a good three, but they really don't have a number one wide out. And, and that's the, the deficiencies in their wide receivers is, is showing up without McCaffrey in there.
1: Now, do you think they go out? Uh, obviously, they're going to probably try to get a quarterback. Uh, and free agency. Now, do they draft a number one wide receiver, or do you think they try to draft another quarterback? Well,
2: I think it's all going to depend on on what they do. If they if they win the um, if if they get uh, what's his face um, Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson from from Houston, then you've got to look at one getting a, a better wide receiver, a, a legitimate number one, and number two uh, improving that offensive yeah. line.
1: Now, when you when you're saying a legitimate number one, uh, are you talking about like pretty much an all around wide? obviously that's what you wanted a number one Now, do you think that's what they need, or do you think they just need a speed wide receiver, someone to burn them They've like, got a, like, got a, like Robbie a Anderson's
2: curve. a burner. I is mean he? Cause yeah. he
1: always does these little like ten yard outs,
2: maybe that's because they don't have time to get down the field. I mean, that's the problem is their quarterbacks are bad and their offensive line isn't much better. But McCaffrey was able to. You know, hide a lot of those deficiencies when he's on the field because he makes everybody else around him better. Because the defense has to respect it. Now, without that, you you, do respect any of the backs running out of the backfield for Carolina because they
1: got a pretty good defense. So, if you were if you were the GM of the Panthers, you sit there. And just focus on straight offense. Get the offensive line going. Get a quarterback either through free agency, a draft. Get a a couple wide receivers. Maybe you got to
2: get the offensive line fixed. Look, the 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 running backs for Carolina had nine carries for fourteen yards. Nine carries for 14 yards on the game from the running backs. The two quarterbacks had six carries for 53 yards. Yeah. Um, That's all,
1: because that's all Cam Newton can do.
2: Well, yeah. But, but the point being, nine carries for 14 yards. That's, I mean, that's just, what are you doing? Yeah. You're a terrible team.
1: Now, do you think the coach makes it through the season or do you think that they're seeing that, hey, look, he doesn't have much to play, you know, go with. Give him another year, maybe kind of give him like a Watson or someone like that.
2: Yeah, I think Rule will get another year. I, I I think given the circumstances of this season that they'll give him one more year.
1: Besides the besides Watson, who's another like almost free agent quarterback or someone on the trading block? that you well, t- could see Wilson,
2: but they're not going to go to. He's not going to go to Carolina. No, um, his wife won't Rogers know. isn't going anywhere. <laughs> he's staying in Green Bay, and that soap opera will continue. Um. But no, there's there's no there's no quarterbacks that would be worth trading for. I mean, you're not... I- unless you can get Deshaun Watson, if you're the Panthers, I would go and do a rebuild. It's just not worth trying to get anything else at this point if you're them.
1: And they just kind of rebuild. 7-6-0? Good
3: morning, boys.
1: Good morning.
4: Hey, uh, look, I've been a Cowboys fan since probably I was six years old or so. Okay. And after yesterday's game... Uh, I don't know that I'm even quite sold on them. I just wanted to get your guys' take and see what uh you guys thought about I mean
1: You're not sold on their fifty six well, to fourteen on Washington football team?
4: No, dude. Come on, Wash like that's been a a rolling uh discrepancy between those two teams since I was a little kid.
1: But you guys are years. you're the number one seed now though. Number one seed, eleven and four, won the division.
4: Yeah, well, but still, I mean, is all it Ezekiel Elliott really mattered in the middle? Of, I'm sorry.
1: Is it Elliott? Do you not like Elliott?
4: Well, I mean, just remember uh, all the games that we should have won against Kansas City uh, earlier in the year. We just Denver. That was a joke. I just wanted your guys' take on it.
2: Well, your record against teams that are are going to make the playoffs is pretty abysmal. Um, I think the only two you, you got the Eagles and the Patriots are the two victories over uh, teams that are likely to make the playoffs. Everybody else sure. is going to miss. And if you look at the teams, you know that you've lost to, the the schedule's been very kind to them. Yeah, and, you know, playing yeah. against the the garbage division that they play in, and and to their credit, they've taken care of business in the division. They haven't lost any games to the bad teams in the division. But Philadelphia uh you know they they were lucky enough to get them earlier in the season. They're going to have them in the last week. To me, that game's going to decide a lot of what I fe- feel about the the Dallas Cowboys and their chances in the playoffs. Very true. Because Very true. the Eagles are playing better. They've figured, and again, they've they're doing better against bad teams. But um, that's going to be the litmus test. I don't even think it's Carolina this week. Uh, again, yeah, uh, the, the Cardinals this week. Is, yeah, the Cardinals. The Cardinals are just they're they're floundering into the into the finish line here. Um, but that Eagles game at the Eagles will tell me everything I need to know about Dallas and and what to expect from them in the playoffs. The problem I have I, for them is they've got no no track record of winning in the playoffs. They've got no. Um, history of it over the, with this squad that's in place, and uh, it's hard to go from you know making the playoffs to winning your first playoff game or second playoff game to the Super Bowl in one season. So we'll see how they how they do.
1: Now, what's, uh, what you, what's your feeling on Dak? Do you like Dak as a Cowboy fan? Uh,
4: you know what? In compare, uh, you know what? I'm kind of up in the air. He's a uh, obviously a much more mobile quarterback. Uh, than than Romo was, uh, but uh, to me, like he's he's been our savior as far as that position is concerned. Uh, however, uh, th- those that stretch of six games throughout the middle of the season, it just like it it took me from the first six games to the middle six games. Like where did that where did his play come from? You know uh why did it take it? I, I know he was injured, had the ankle deal or whatever it was, but uh it's just the, the inconsistency of that those middle six or seven games, whatever it was yeah,
1: uh, when they lost to the Broncos and that in that whole little stretch right there they, yeah, uh, they then beat the Raiders, Falcons yeah. day. but did, and, didn't they have some just, injuries on wide receiver? didn't they have uh, a couple guys out?
4: Well, yeah, I will say, uh, 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 oh gosh, CeeDee Lamb was hurt uh,
1: for that game, I believe. Uh, I think Cooper was at one Smith. of the games.
2: Yeah, but they've Amari they've done a pretty good job avoiding injuries compared vis-a-vis the rest of the league. I mean, look at the Bucks and what they're dealing with. I don't see the Bucks winning the Super Bowl um, with their current makeup. I mean, I don't know how, you know, if, if Evans isn't back fully healthy and... Dallas has has avoided all of that, you know, serious injuries. They haven't yeah. lost any significant Absolutely. contributor for the season, which also contributes to inflating their record. I, I just I don't know what to believe in in them. You know, they're going out there and and they're winning convincingly. That you know, late as of late, that's a good sign. Um but, again, Dak, like you said, he's been managing games. He hasn't been going out there and, and absolutely lighting it up. Um, he's been managing games, and he's done a, a decent job at managing games. But, it's again, it's the Cowboys, man. You know the pain. Well, they're going to get your hopes remember, up, and they're going to let you down.
4: Exactly. Remember, he was in the talk uh, of uh, being the MVP this, this year. The first six games, I mean, he was MVP status. He, his numbers were way up. Uh, he, was, he, he was playing at his caliber of games. Or his caliber, style of a uh, of play, and he. Then the the thing that threw me the most, even with the couple of little injuries that we did have, it just like I I, I want to put my my whole heart. I mean, I have obviously been a Cowboys fan for years, and uh, I let myself get all pumped up and oh man, we're gonna do this, we're gonna go to the playoffs, Super Bowl, and then why 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 there you go, you, it, they 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 knock you right back down to the ground again. Yeah. So. It, I was just curious if you guys had the felt that kind of felt the same thing or uh, that's the sentence I'm getting from a bunch of Cowboys fans that I've spoke to on social media.
2: I mean, his last three, you know, his, like you said, the, the first th- six games or so were just he was playing out of his mind and then he comes back yeah. down to earth a little bit. And, and part of that's based upon, again, playing competition. I mean, Denver yeah. has a tough defense. Uh, and, oh, yeah. and you know they 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 played him close. I think he was lucky to catch New England before they kind of figured out how to win with with Matt. That Jones. was a close game, still though. That was still a close game. It took OT, right? And and then you yeah. look at Kansas City. I mean, that turned Kansas City around that game. That did. And and to hold the the Cowboys to nine points in that game, that's kind of a red flag, you know. Yeah. let me let me ask you this they, they get first round let's say they finish the number two seed you know in in the in the nfc which which yeah. is which is very likely you know assuming they win both a, a, yeah i mean it's it's they're either going to be two or three most likely um yeah. they draw you know philly if they get the potentially if they get the seven well you know they'll, that'll be back-to-back games against no. them that's tough you know that's that's oh, a tough man. draw if that's the case. Um, well, if that's going to be the case, do you see the Cowboys just
1: benching everyone that last uh, that last game?
2: No, because they'll probably be playing for seeding. I mean, it, it maybe not. May but but do you want to play? Uh, I guess at that point, it's funny because their two most likely opponents in that scenario would be either Philly or Arizona, oh, yeah. who they would have just played in their last two games of the season, which is which is kind that, of ironic. But
4: that is the crazy point. Is is they they will get to see either one of those two teams in consecutive weeks and the the i think personally the cowboys main uh, issue i think they need to stay away from the number 1 seed i don't even care if they have to sit half their squad during the last two weeks if they can hub if they can maintain the number 2 seed that means they get two home games they get wild card weekend and they get the, the second weekend uh the, the trouble the Cowboys have had in prior years, I'm even going to go back, let's just go back 10 years. Uh, they, I think they've had two, in that 10 years, two number one seeds, which means they got that first week off. That is the Cowboys' major problem because they've never made it out of that number one seed. That's, that's just my Is opinion. that when Tony I Romo think,
1: fumbled a snap and you guys lost, uh, I think it was, what, to the Seahawks? That was,
4: yes, exactly. That was the first year. And the second year, I believe, was the 13-3 and season uh, in 2016 with Dak, uh, his rookie year, Oh, you know, him and Zeke, their rookie year. Yeah. So, if they could maintain the number two seed, I think that not having that first week off will do them so much better. It just, you look at the record in previous years and see, uh, yeah, i probably not the best idea to try to gain that number one seed as far as they're
2: concerned yeah but going into Lambeau and winning assuming you have to do that because Green Bay only has to win one game to get to the the championship game yep um that's that's going to be a tall order for any team and when you're looking at all of these teams right now you know the Rams they're, they're not the same offense without um Robert Woods and now uh, they
1: just lost Henderson.
2: And now, well, yeah, but they really weren't. I know, relying but relying on would, him anyway. They would have
1: used Henderson, but but, but they have
2: Akers coming back, so they can get him into the mix. And then you look at the Bucks now without Godwin, uh, Fournette's hurt, Evans is hurt, Shaq Barrett is hurt, um, JPP is hurt. You've got you know a, a very dinged up Buccaneers team. Uh, the, Dallas and Green Bay are the two healthiest teams in the NFC. They're the top two seeds in the NFC at the moment. If those things hold, that you know, I just don't see how Dallas goes into Green Bay and wins that game. I don't see that at all. I don't see it. Well, at they've all.
4: already done that once. Remember, they did that one time already
2: this went, season. I, uh, no, well, no. yeah, I'm talking about
1: this season. Yeah, I mean, this season. I mean, you also can go back to where. Uh, you guys lost in Green Bay. I think it was the last time in that well, controversy touchdown well No, so. we,
4: we won in the regular season uh, in Green Bay, uh, but we lost at home because we were that. That was the thirteen and three season, and we were the number one seed. We got our ass handed to us. Oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that.
2: But you can say that. Yeah, you can say ass.
4: Okay. Uh, yeah, we. I mean, we we got our butts. Well, I I won't even say butt kick. Jack actually came back. It was thirty-one to. Uh, 12 or something, brought us back to 31 all, and then had two, like a 55 and a 57-yarder uh, field goal at the end of regulation to win. Uh, yeah, but so. this
1: year's this year's Packers team, they're on a roll right now and going into Lambeau with the momentum they have. And if you're, as a Cowboy fan, questioning you know how, how you're watching them, I mean, I'm watching Green Bay, and they just feel like they're on all cylinders, and, and they're getting guys back. They're not losing guys. And well Aaron Rodgers has a confidence and a swagger right now, and I, I think that he's like, No one's gonna beat me. No one I is gonna beat me.
4: I think you're right. And you go however, into Lambeau,
1: whew, and it's gonna be cold. I think I think I think the Packers are the team to beat.
4: I I I think you're right. Uh however, they barely got past Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns.
1: True. True. But I mean
4: not to say that the Browns are a crap team, but I mean,
1: I think the, Chubb the is better Browns than are, I think Chubb's better well, than e- Ezekiel. Not though.
2: just that, the Browns defense is is is, better. is probably better than than um than Dallas's, just based upon who they've had to play. Oh, I mean, their division, I, their division's much more difficult than Dallas's division. Sure. You know, Dallas's yeah, defensive stats are inflated. You know, the, the Browns haven't given up what 4 5 30 plus point performances that like Dallas has. So, you know, Dallas's defense on, you know, statistically looks good because they've played a lot of shitty teams who are down right yeah. now. But um but give me the Browns defense. I, I just don't see Dallas having enough on the defensive side of the ball consistently um to to stop Green Bay and what they bring to the table.
4: I think you guys are 100% correct. I just I, it makes me nervous to go into it 100% and uh, get my heart into it just
2: to have it. A- <laughs> Just to have that's up that's again. the fun part of sports. At yep. least you're there. At least you're not a Giants <laughs> fan wondering what the hell are you going to do because you're stuck with Daniel Jones and and not a whole lot of talent anywhere else. And you got a running back who's getting destroyed back there. But it's good talking to you. Or good Jaguars. Luck. Good luck yeah. to the, uh, the your boys and not really, but good luck yeah. to them. And we'll see what happens. <laughs>
4: see you, man. Thanks, Thank you, guys. Great talking to you.
2: You know, in chat they're saying about Joe Burrow and oh and, hey the yeah well the Bengals and, and the Bengals. Yeah. So here's the thing: is my caveat was I didn't know. How good he was gonna be wow. coming back. I mean, I did say Joe Burrows is gonna be a stud. He I mean he's he's played well. I don't know if a stud is uh, is is the For definition. A, he had he had an amazing game yesterday. He didn't have a year Sunday. Say, he did
1: he's not in a soft more slump.
2: No, he's he's bounced back with with the question marks surrounding his injury. He still that he takes way too many sacks. I mean, yeah, he's been sacked what, forty seven times on the season. That's nuts. That's nuts. Um, you know, 481 pass attempts and he's been he's he gets sacked pretty much one every 10 drops. Yeah, but that goes back on the offensive line though. No, that is on the offensive line, but when you're asking me a quarterback coming off of um, you know, a significant knee injury in his second year with his first year cut short as to why I would have faded the Bengals and said 8 and 8 which which or you know, 500-ish team, which they still could end up by the way. No, they, they could. They, they dropped their last two. They're nine and eight. I don't look like an idiot saying that they're five hundred at best team. Um, but
1: no, I think I because I think I was saying that I was thinking it was going to be between them and the Ravens for the the division.
2: Yeah, and I thought, uh, you know, I thought it was the Ravens to run away with. Yeah, I we believe. showed a little
1: purple who made a three hundred dollar bet with
2: me. Yeah, well, oh. they they did have a lot of injuries, um, but huh. you know, you can't overcome bad coaching and going for two when you shouldn't go for it. And uh, you know that's that's the Ravens' fate, man. No, yeah, that's why you play to win the game. You play to win the game. Now, did you it's think Joe? Really. Now no. you did play you, to go <laughs> to overtime and, and squeak it out. Yeah. Did you think Joe Burrow
1: and Jamar Chase was going to have this much dynamic? Because you know, there's a lot of like college guys that try to come together like that and always just takes a complete shit.
2: Well, I, I will tell you this: the the reason why it's working is because of T. Higgins. Um, oh, you know, yeah. the emergence of having that second threat that uh, that he's clearly got. You know, at chemistry with that, you know that's that's the biggest thing, and and seeing that over the last six weeks, seven weeks or so, really come together is what's put, in my opinion, Cincinnati into the position that they find themselves in, which is a chance to win a, a very tough division.
1: But if you look at that offense, and I, I mean, I've tri- I've watched the Bengals, I have burrow on my fantasy, uh, so I, I watch I try to I watch the red zone, but I try to watch a little bit of games. We don't really get the Bengals down here is it their defense? Do you know because I mean if you look at their offense, their offense and obviously it's a little bit to do with the offensive line, but I mean they have the weapons right now. You got two good wide receivers. You they have, have three a three if back. you
2: throw in Tyler yeah. Boyd, He's he can be a difference maker and talk about a field stretcher.
1: True. Okay, so yeah, you got three wide receivers. You got
2: solid tight end in Uzama.
1: Yeah. And then you got your running back. Yeah, in Mixon. Mixon. And then you got Burrow. So, I mean, you have all those offensive weapons. Is it their defense is why they've been – or it's just the division or just them coming together because they're all so young?
2: I think it's the division being a little bit down, uh, a little more down than we thought it would be. Um, I think it's the defense at times stepping up, and I think it's Burroughs staying healthy against the odds. I mean, you, you get dropped 47 times in a season – the odds of one of those being an injury drop is pretty good. Is is pretty high. I mean, look at Lamar Jackson, thirty-eight sacks in twelve games. That's all it took to take him out. You you look across the board on, at these quarterbacks that getting sacked a lot. They, they're missing games. They're missing time. They're getting hurt. Baker Mayfield, another one, not really protected exceptionally well. Miss some games. He's been injured. Um, you know, Tannehill is is the exception, but but he also just ducks and covers Boy. when he, when he has the yeah. pressure coming.
1: But if you go if you go back and look at the Bengals season, they lost to the uh, the Bears by three. They took the uh, Packers into overtime, lost to them by three. Which Mixon was injured that game. I mean, right there, that should, and that, that could have been a win. Uh, then you go to the next game, they lose to the Jets by three. I mean, that's kind of a letdown. But it, it looks like they had, and then they lost San Francisco by three in overtime. So they're playing a lot of close games. I mean, they've had two blowouts.
2: Yeah, they also only beat the Vikings by three, only beat the Jags by three. Um, those are wins, though. Only beat the Broncos by five. I know they're wins, but you're talking about their close losses like they're excusable. Well, they have close wins as well. But so, what about the
1: Raiders?
2: What about the Raiders? 32-13, Brian. Yeah, Super
1: that Bowl was, pick.
2: That was at the point at which the wheels were falling <laughs> off the bus for Oakland. You mean, yeah. I mean they, they started out what 6 and 1. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and and they may have they may have fallen apart. They might have done typical Raiders stuff. I don't know that that would have happened if they didn't lose, you know, their coach to a scandal, their top wide receiver to murder and uh, <laughs> their cornerback to beating up a valet. Be, you know, beating up a valet. Um but again, looking at the at the Bengals, the difference that I see with them versus let's say the Cowboys. Right. Granted Cowboys have two more wins, but the Bengals play in a much more difficult division. Yeah. Um they they've got wins over decent teams. No 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 win no win on the Bengals resume jumps out and goes, Oh, there's the one that shows that they're going to win the Super Bowl. You know, they've done well enough. But they don't Yeah. They've hung know, around they, they
1: they they have that chance. I think if they come and beat Kansas City this week.
2: Well, that's that's it, right? That's, it right that's right the that's test. the one that's going to
1: jump out at you,
2: and, and they're at home against them, yep. so they've got the, that advantage playing for them. That would be the one that would I make me take notice of Cincinnati and say, "Whoa, this is a team that could make a run in the playoffs." Otherwise, you've got a second year quarterback. Um, but, I just don't know that with with no playoff experience to speak of across the roster.
1: But they get to the playoffs. That's a they're building. They're they they're gonna. Be oh yeah, they're they're a team that's year. gonna
2: be super scary next year and the year after that. Yep. They keep Burrow healthy. You got to improve that offensive line. Yeah, you got to keep Burrow and Mixon healthy. Uh, but if they can do that and get better, and that's the that's the beauty of of becoming a, a winning team. Now, now you can start fine tuning things and getting better where you need to. And,
1: yeah, and that's what's ha- that's what's good with having a want a good GM, the draft, good like because obviously you see, I mean, the Lions, there's a lot of teams. Jags they draft players in the first round and they never hit. It seems like the Bengals lately have been hitting on their first round picks. I mean, because they were bad for a while there.
2: Yeah, look at the Bengals versus the Raiders. That's the difference between building a winning franchise and a losing franchise. Yep, and 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 the Raiders aren't a terrible i mean they're consistently hovering around 500 every single season which is the worst place to be in the nfl like, you're,
1: you're not getting that you're not getting that top 10 pick
2: yeah and and you're not making the playoffs and gaining any experience from that and making your players better you know it's it's, it's really frustrating and and the bangles are, are lucky again that burrow has been able to stay healthy this year despite taking three to four sacks a game. I mean that's that's a lot of that's a lot of damage for a, a young quarterback to take coming off of injuries. So Yeah, especially that knee injury. It was pretty horrific. I mean yeah. his knee got shredded. Luckily for them he wasn't much of a a running quarterback. He did run, uh but but he's you know, he's good enough in the pocket that he doesn't have to rely on that unlike Lamar Jackson.
1: Speaking of just complete dog shit teams, I'm going to go to the Jaguars. What do you think they're going to do with coaching now that they can t- – They we talked about it a little bit, and um, now that uh, the NFL teams can start interviewing different coaches, they talked about uh, Cardwell. Uh, Is that what his name Jim Cardwell? Yeah. T-shirt well with 500 bits, and then they also – Doug Peterson.
2: Didn't Caldwell fail with uh, the Colts? No, he led them
1: to the Super Bowl uh, with Peyton Manning, had his neck injury, and then the year after when Peyton – when they pretty much rebuilt, they got rid of Caldwell.
2: Oh, Okay, I thought he uh, hadn't done too. No, well. they,
1: they went to the Super Bowl, but Peyton had that neck injury. And then Peyton retired, and uh, then they were going to rebuild. He yeah, in college he
2: was twenty six and sixty three overall. Whoa, in, whoa, in the, whoa, In the NFL he's uh, sixty two and fifty. Yeah, but
1: he also he also uh, won won with the uh, the Lions. Not many, not many guys.
2: I mean, the Colts got worse every single year he was there with them. He did win with the Lions.
1: Hold on, but yeah, when you lose Peyton Manning and then they well, go into fourteen a complete... and
2: two, down to ten and six, down to two and fourteen. Well, yeah. uh, that's that's a pretty precipitous fall uh, yeah. every single year. I mean, got four games worse between two thousand nine and two thousand ten, and they got eight games worse between ten and eleven.
1: Yeah, but two thousand eleven uh, Peyton Manning didn't play the whole year. His first
2: year in Detroit was his best year in Detroit. His first year in Indianapolis was his best year in Indianapolis. Yeah, but
1: hold on, when you lose Peyton Manning. When you lose Peyton Manning, I mean, come on! And then you, you're all of a sudden Peyton Manning's It's too to play. safe.
2: It's too safe of a hire. It's too safe of a hire. It's not, you know. But you, he went. You, he went to the Ravens
1: as the offense coordinator. They won. They won the Super Bowl. He he had a winning record in Detroit.
2: He's shown he's he's a good coordinator. I'll give you that. But I don't see him as a head coach. I don't see him as. Transforming a franchise that's and showing the ability to transform a franchise that's absolutely in like negative territory right now. They're they're not even at sea level. So what about the Doug Peterson then? A <sighs> little bit better. I like that one a little bit better. I would take a chance on Byron Leftwich or mm. um or 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 uh, um, who's the guy from case? Belim? B- 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 not bulimia. Um, Eric Eric enemy Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would I would take a chance on an outside the box pick at this point if I'm Jacksonville.
1: Now do you think if they did bring in a left witch in that he would it they would almost require him to bring in experience in the
2: assisting coaching? Well
1: almost like a Caldwell as their offensive coordinator.
2: If you bring in Leftwich, I would bring in an established you know GM who knows what the hell he's doing. Um and then you you know, Leftwich has shown he he can coordinate an offense, he just needs a good DC. You know that's 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 it. He he can coordinate an offense.
1: I just don't see Jaguars like taking a chance like that. I think they're just going to recycle a, a coach.
2: Then then their best hope is to go like six and eleven in the next two years, three years. If you want to win now, they've got to gamble. No risk, it no biscuit. There, there's just no way a coach like Jim Caldwell, who's so established, such a um, traditional NFL type coach, is going to come in there and turn that team around.
1: You don't think they're gonna like maybe try to like just maybe even pick up uh, uh, like an offense like a uh, what's his name from the Patriots? Oh shit! The offense coordinator for the Patriots. He was coach for the uh, Broncos. I mean, you know they they could go that route. But you know what I'm saying? Like pick maybe pick up a coordinator for one of these teams. But it's a
2: coordinator who didn't do great as a head coach already. True. I mean, you know, is that is that what you want to hire at this point?
1: Well, you can also look at Lane Kiffin who's, you know, you know, jumped around, he said he's learned and now he's at Ole Miss and you know, he's kind of gone through that whole thing. I mean, you know, he was young, he he was coaching at different, you know, USC, Tennessee, kind of learned. He went to the Raiders and now he's a little
2: more humbled. He's been through that whole thing. If I was them, I'd try and trade for Mike Tomlin. <laughs> just try and trade for a head coach like the Bucks did. Yeah, <laughs> that worked for the Bucks. Got him the Super Bowl. Really? You think Mike Tomlin? I don't know. I'm just throwing a name out there of a coach who's consistently been successful his entire time. Yeah, Matt but- Patricia. You, would you maybe uh, consider him?
1: Uh, why? I don't know. I mean, you got almost—they're looking at someone that's going to be able to coddle your number one pick. I mean, they put everything into him.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, at this point, they kind of, they screwed it up so badly with that Urban Meyer hire. I don't even know that that having a, that having you can fix it at all now. That's why I'm saying almost trading for like a really good head coach might be their only hope.
1: Because someone even said, um, I forget what I was listening to, but someone even said like Jim Schwartz.
2: Yeah, I mean, Jesus, how many coaches has uh, Detroit Lions gone through? <laughs> was, like every was, single one you've named. Every single one we've named, I think, coached Detroit at some point or another. I think you are right. Uh, did did they? Did, did Jim Schwartz, was I, he? Th- I think he was there. At Detroit? Head coach. Detroit Lions, head coach. Matt Patricia, Detroit Lions, head coach. Jim Caldwell, Detroit Lions, head coach. I guess the one thing going for those guys is they know how to coach a shitty franchise and team.
1: I mean, I guess they might want to bring Rod Marinelli Rod out or whatever. Marinelli?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like They've gone through, and that's the problem. You you keep recycling these head head coaches, you're going to keep getting the same results. You're just going to keep getting the same results. These guys have not shown a propensity to be able to turn a franchise around. You are in such a hole in Jacksonville right now. I mean, you lost a year of development for your quarterback your franchise quarterback, you had your running back who could be a franchise running back out injured for the entire year. You have a locker room that is in total disarray. You need a clean house. Every coordinator, every, every single person needs to be gone from this last regime.
1: Yeah. And but the, is, is that why you, I almost feel like that's where you got to bring in like a, a veteran coach.
2: I think if you brought so you, in you get
1: that, you get that locker room back. If
2: you brought in a, 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 a you know, a, an established coordinator, who brought in another established coordinator uh, you know, for whichever side of the ball he isn't specialized in, like obviously Byron which would have the offense on lock, then I think you'd be okay. I think you'd be okay as long as you have a, a good GM in place.
1: Now they're talking about in chat, which this was another part of my little notes, uh, even P. Carroll, if uh, Russell Wilson leaves, he just says, I got to leave Seattle, goes down to Jacksonville. What oh, if Russ leaves,
2: leaves Seattle, I think Carroll's staying. Those two hate each other right now. No, but I'm absolutely saying, hate each what, other. One you, stays, one goes, in my opinion.
1: So you think if Russell Wilson stays in Seattle, then uh, Pete Carroll leaves? He may call it quits. You don't. Th- you don't think there's any chance he'd take another job? I mean, because he did say it's not time to rebuild; it's time to retool.
2: Y- he, well, he his, re- but that. that that retooling is directed. At, at Russell Wilson. He's saying I can't win with you as my quarterback is essentially what he's saying. What else do they need to retool? They need a running back. They you know, they lost theirs to a career-ending uh, neck injury. Yeah. Um that's I mean, what else is there to retool on that team? You know, the secondary used to be a little bit more uh, treacherous, but but, but there's they're not bad. But they're not bad. They're not terrible. I mean, they're not a terrible team. No. What the, what what you're seeing in Seattle is is dysfunction. That's that's what's happening in Seattle. You
1: have a head coach and a quarterback that don't get along.
2: And they play in a brutal fucking division. Um, yeah. you know, that's a combination for for yeah, but they've only allowed 307 points on the year. I mean, that's that's right there with Dallas. They're not scoring, that's the problem. They're, yeah, they're not scoring. They are not scoring. They've got the number one scoring de- the I'm sorry, the second best scoring defense in the NFC. So what, when he says retool, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, because they have wide receivers. They have two stud wideouts. They've got a serviceable tight end Everett, in Gerald right? Everett. Yeah. They had a good running back in Chris Carson. So again, when he's talking about retooling, what is he talking about? He's... The offensive line? I mean, that's not really what you say retool. You say we got to get better in the trenches. And it's
1: not the defense, obviously, as you yeah. just pointed out. So then, yeah, I mean, so where do you think Russell Wilson goes? Chicago. You think he'd want to go to Chicago? I think
2: that that's been listed as one of the top three cities he wants to go to.
1: Doesn't his wife want to go like to Miami?
2: You could see uh, a Wilson to Houston.
1: No fucking way. Like
2: trade Watson for for Wilson and, and maybe like a draft pick?
1: Oh, I think well, his wife would divorce him.
2: Yeah. Well, Houston's a cool city. Is I, it? They, they want music to music be-
1: career and movie stars? Isn't that what she wants to do? She wants to be in the it crowd?
2: Uh, well, Chicago's a you know a cool city. Is it? I mean, it was five years ago. It still is. I think. I don't think he plays next year for Seattle. I think he's the most likely quarterback to get traded this off season, and it the fact that he str- that they are struggling so mightily offensively um, will help him. But the, I, part of that is Carroll's just not putting him in a position to win. I mean they they are. You know, watching the few Seattle games I've been able to watch, it just, it, it, it's mind boggling what plays they're calling and, and the positions that they're putting themselves into.
1: You don't think that Russell Wilson may be calling some Audibles thinking, you know, because the couple of ones I've seen, it looks like he's just running around and, you know, chucking it up and, you know, doing the Russell Wilson thing.
2: I don't know. I, I really, without, you know, maybe we can get one of the, a, 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 a mole in, in the hole onto the phone here from Seattle. If, if anybody's associated with the orga- the organization, yeah. the Seahawks organization, give us a call. Eight one three
1: nine zero B U B B A. Red in chat. What's up, Red? Uh, he says uh, he thinks that he might be
2: going to New Orleans. And that's possible.
1: Because I mean, that's
2: possible. I mean, he's he's been he's been horrendous this year. He hasn't even been like replacement level quarterback play. But I mean, do you think he's just uh, what was it? The Once they went
1: two and five, you think he pretty much was like fuck this. Well,
2: he was hurt, right? Yeah. So he missed... His little finger hurt. Yeah. yeah. So in, in games that he started, I think they're, they're like four and, f- four and five. In games he didn't start, they're and f- uh, one and five, I think. Something Is, like that. His
1: stats are like a manageable quarterback. 2,600 yards, 18 TDs, five interceptions. I mean, 65% completion percentage. So he started
2: 12 games. I'm sorry. They're, they're four and eight in the games he started. Yeah. He struggled when he came back, but they're just he, his his stats are pretty bad. I mean, he started out the season okay, um, you know, in terms of completion percentage. But look at his last four games: sixty fifty. Uh, uh, sorry, his last three games: sixty fifty four point eight, fifty nine point three.
1: But it looks like they're play calling because if you look at Geno Smith, who's been around everywhere, and hasn't done anything. A DVD one, 1500 bits. Thank you, more baby face. Uh, he, I mean, look at him. He didn't have that many interceptions. I mean, it looks like they're putting their, you know, quarterbacks in a position not to throw a lot of interceptions. 18 TDs. Yeah, they're playing super
2: conservative. Yeah. And, and that's resulting in one point loss, two point loss, uh, you know, not scoring many points a game, overtime loss. You know, they're, they're just, it's, it's weird what's going on there. Right. Because they, on paper, they're a a much better team, which, which leads you to believe that it's a coaching slash personnel issue there. Because they are—they're they're a better team than this. Even losing Wilson for three games this year, they should—they should at worst be seven and nine right now, or whatever, seven and eight. At
1: worst. At worst, yeah. I was looking at their—he's uh, yeah. He, I think he's—I think he's done. I think he's—I think they're going to keep Pete Carroll. I think Russell Wilson will be. I don't think too as the the quarterback. I've watched too many games for the Dolphins. I, I think. They're definitely they're they're going to get Watson. They're going to try to get Russell Wilson, or they're going to get a different quarterback. But I yeah. think I think Russell Wilson would love to go down to Miami. And I think you do good there.
2: They've lost five games by three or le- fewer points. I mean, that's that's brutal. But that's again, that's coaching. That's coaching.
1: Now talking about Miami, they're I know that you last week. Talked- I still
2: want them to beat a team with a pulse. I mean, come on they they've, they've other than other than that ravens victory
1: listen the saints man they beat the bucks i don't care if they had uh you know they, they, <laughs> dude they were playing the saints with
2: nobody
1: we're talking about that, that that quarterback ian has book. the most wins at notre dame ian book in the career of notre dame come on man Come on, man! Did you see that awesome pass for his first interception for a TD? Yeah, he
2: threw the uh, touchdown on his very first pass. To the it, wrong team. It was a team. second. It was a second, second pass. One. Sorry, it was tipped. But so, it- so not it, nary a single victory amongst their their resume that says play even playoff team to me for the Dolphins. They are the beneficiaries of. Probably the weakest schedule I've seen in a long time in the NFL. You know,
1: the, the funny fact is, I just looked up what Tua through 198 yards, and I re-listened because I had to get what our picks were, and I said uh Tua throws for 190 something yards, yeah. and Dolphins win. It's a good call. I don't, and I'm just looking.
2: That was so, before uh, you knew <laughs> that. uh that that the Saints were going to be string quarterback pulling people off the street to play quarterback. Oh, you
1: mean calling Drew Brees and see if he wanted to come back. They would have they
2: would have been in a better position if they had just called Brees and said, "You want one one more game, buddy?"
1: No, hold on. Do you think they would have given him one game, or you think they would have said, "Let's play the rest"? If you win, let's uh, play the rest of the year out.
2: I think you, t- you as long as you can get him back with the promise of one game, then he'd stick around. The, the dolphins have the weakest strength of victory in the entire NFL other than the Atlanta Falcons and the Chicago Bears. But that's, that's that tells you all you need to know about them.
1: But see, we've talked about we've talked about the dolphins and we've talked about how they have weapons also. They have weapons. I I think they are a quarterback away
2: from being a really good team. Yeah, Oh, two is not the guy. They they're they're winning games by managing right now and and allowing their defense to play. They've played the weakest schedule in the NFL. And they're 8-7 and seven against that schedule. Doesn't they they that. have not beaten a team with a pulse. The only team they, they've they beaten, I think, that has a winning record at this point, and barely, is the Baltimore Ravens. Other than that, they don't have a single victory over a team with a winning record. I don't believe. You can correct me if i Oh, no, I'm sorry. The Patriots, yeah, in, week the one, Patriots yeah. in week one. In week one, with a rookie quarterback starting, they managed to beat them by one. So they've got two victories over teams with, well, I guess, yeah, two victories. That's it. That's it. They're te- they're not a good team. Anybody who who gets fooled by Miami is a fool.
1: No, I don't think you get fooled by them. But I think if you know just watching them, I I think they have a lot of weapons around them. Waddle's a he's he is a really good quarter uh, wide receiver. Parker is a good wide receiver
2: who got targeted zero times against the Saints for zero, some reason. They're not zero direct. targets. Now I know you know the the Saints have their their lockdown shutdown yeah, but, corner across from him, but. Uh, zero targets to their number two wide out. And what? they went out there and they did what they had to do. He managed the game. They knew that the Saints were not going to be able to score anything on them. Anything. I mean, 12 of 20 for 135 yards and two picks. That's... uh there's no defense in the NFL that's not winning a game with that stat line. So
1: you're saying so that's why I kind of was bringing up the Dolphins. I mean, you don't see them just throw in draft picks, player. Not I don't mean not too many players, but maybe Tua and draft picks for Russell Wilson.
2: I, I, I absolutely see that. I was shocked it didn't happen this year. I, I mean, mean, I think it only didn't w- happen with Deshaun Watson. Not because, for Russell Wilson for, no, for w- Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Why would you? You know, the Watson thing's not going to be taken out. He's not. I, I guess he is. He on the commissioner's exempt list. Does he have to be cleared to play, or is he allowed to play? He's allowed to play. He See, is. He's if, allowed to play. If he's not on the exempt list, then I don't, If you're the Dolphins, you they could have. If you put Deshaun Watson on that team right now, it was something. I think th- they still have a problem at running back. That's the one position they need to get better at. Yeah.
1: What's, this, what's his name? Got hurt, uh, Gaskin, I think. Right.
2: Um. He well, he was back for this game.
1: But they still went they,
2: with Johnson. Yeah. But they they need a running back. And they need a quarterback, and they they can compete for um for a Super Bowl. I mean that's that's how close the Dolphins are. At every other position, they're good. Their defense is showing to be quite stout.
1: Yep, Watson is not on. He will not be placed on the commissioner's exempt list. And I remember, I think that the Texans wanted like another first or another second round pick for him, and I think the Dolphins didn't want to give it to him, which obviously. Uh, I was going to look up Miami Dolphins, what they offered for Deshaun Watson. I mean, because that...
2: Right there. Somebody said the Bucs didn't beat a single team with a winning record last year except for Green Bay. Well, number one, they beat Green Bay, which is much better than any win the Dolphins have. Number two, they had fucking Tom Brady and a loaded team with no preseason whatsoever to get ready for the regular season. Yeah, so
1: that that regular season was them just
2: getting. That was them. They were just fine-tuning it. It was all about a process. Brady. Knew what he needed, where they needed to be, and when they needed to be there to get to where they they had to go. And and I I will say this: they beat a lot of teams with win, winning records in the playoffs. Sure so, um, you know, to compare this year's Dolphins team to last year's Bucks team is ridiculous. Yeah, they definitely did not <laughs> Absolutely have Absolutely ridiculous. You looked at that Bucks team and you knew it was only a matter of time before it was all going to come together and they were going to be world beaters. You look at this Dolphins team and you say they're, they're, they're hanging on and they're winning games that, that they should win, um, but not going out there and destroying these bad teams that they're playing on a week-in, week-out basis. Look what the Bucs just did to Carolina. Yeah. The, the pleated Bucks just did to Carolina Yeah, with a couple backup wide receivers I mean backup corners backup DNs ends, ba- you know backup running backs uh, yeah they, they they had a backup at every position pretty much uh, on the field and they went out there and absolutely destroyed Carolina
1: so it looks like this was the report uh, Dolphins were willing to trade three number ones two number twos for Watson But the requirement was for him to settle with all 22 women in the lawsuit.
2: Yeah, they were afraid that he would, as soon as they traded for him and and they tried to play him, the NFL would suspend him.
1: Three number ones and two number twos.
2: Yeah, because that's insane. it's, It's not insane if you have a championship caliber defense and you have all those weapons. Again, I think they still have a problem at running back. But maybe with Deshaun Watson, those backs magically get better.
1: Yeah, Duke Johnson gets better. I mean obviously everyone
2: gets Everybody will get slight you know the running back position will get better how much better you know that that's that's a tougher one for the quarterback to simply improve by his presence but I think they would get they would absolutely get better.
1: So you think the Dolphins go in the offseason and offer the same almost the same thing for him or you think they're going to maybe come down since Watson has literally just sat out a whole year?
2: Um I think it's tough to say right because I think it's going to matter what happens with his legal situation. If that gets sorted out then the price goes up.
1: Which has anything even come really of that? You haven't really heard much of that.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the extortion investigation is maybe slowing things down. It it has been pretty su- shockingly silent, right? Yeah. Shockingly silent for the for the entire length of the season.
1: Uh Yeah, it looks like there's really nothing.
2: Yeah. So it, that with all the noise early on, it, it's it's kind of weird. Uh, Sports Illustrated came out. That was the last thing that said uh,
1: Browns now could be in contention for Deshaun Watson.
2: <laughs> what did I say about them? N- no winning history, no winning mindset. Baker Mayfield's not the guy. They they've got a decent defense, but man, they are not a good football team. Those Browns.
1: Yeah. Do you think that they would have been better uh, keeping Baker Mayfield on the bench?
2: No, but I don't know. Four
1: picks? You think they they should have let him sit
2: out that last game? No, I I, I still think he out, out of their the court. Who's their backup? I mean, oh fuck! Out of the quarterbacks See. on their roster, he probably gives them the best chance of winning. Um, but uh yeah, Keeman.
1: Keenum, Keenum, Keenum.
2: Oh yeah, no, Casey Keenum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum is uh is a, a career backup jobber backup. Yeah. I mean, I think, again, out of the quarterbacks and then Nick Mullins is their third string, I guess. Out of the quarterbacks on their roster, Baker gives them the best chance, but I don't know. I, I, I think they they need a new quarterback. They need to bring in, they need to do what the Bucks did. You know, they've got all these pieces and parts around uh, the team. They just need a, a quarterback, a veteran presence quarterback. The problem is nobody wants to go to Cleveland. Nobody yeah, wants but- to live in Cleveland. Nobody.
1: The Browns already picked up
2: May, uh, his fifth year, right?
1: Yeah. So do you now go into the draft or free
2: agency and say Mayfield? There's nothing picked? in the draft. There's nothing in this draft. There's one, there's maybe one guy in the draft who's going to make a difference in the NFL at QB. As, well, what if you like have him underneath for a couple years? There's no, You can't do that with number one picks. I mean... Uh, you can't do you, it.
1: You don't like the guy from Pittsburgh?
2: What? Uh, Mason Kenny, Rudolph? No, Kenny...
1: <laughs> What's his name? No, no, no. Pittsburgh College. University. Oh,
2: oh, oh, oh. That's like in the draft. No, he's he him and maybe like the kid from Ole Miss, Cor- Coral, there's only two guys that have a chance of being NFL caliber quarterbacks. The, the kid from Pittsburgh probably has the best chance.
1: Yeah, but you think with the, obviously him picking up his 50-year Mayfield, the Browns do, uh, do you think they go to him if they do try to get a free agent quarterback to play behind him? And say, hey, we're going to do this because you've been up and down and, you know, you've been on a slope. You go up, you go down, you go up, you go down. Or do you think they just do it and say, fuck Mayfield, who cares?
2: Yeah, I don't don't think that they're going to, one, be in a position to draft one of those quarterbacks given their record. Um, I don't think they have uh, acquired a draft pick from anybody, right? No. Yeah, so... I, I don't think they're in a position to even get one of them. Well,
1: I you know, I think one team that Fitzmagic hasn't played for is the
2: Browns. What did they bring him over there? So, what? He can play two games and get hurt? <laughs> and I, you know, look, I love That's Ryan Fitzpatrick. I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's fun. I love his attitude. I love what he brings to the table. He is, he, I will tell you this he'll change that locker room around. Oh, yeah. He'll change that locker room around completely. Um, but yeah you know the browns right now are too far too far down the list what are they um 13th is their pick i just don't see a quarterback being available i mean denver you got to imagine denver's going to take one
1: well there's there's a news saying that denver's going to go
2: hard after aaron Rodgers. Good luck with that. He's not leaving Green Bay.
1: Well, they said they're going to go hard, and if anyone, you know, hard
2: what offer a big package of, yeah. that that Green Bay is going to turn down because what? Let me ask you this: Green Bay wins the Super Bowl this year. You think Favre? Favre? You think Rodgers is leaving? <laughs> okay, uh, if they the win team? the
1: Super Bowl, that's totally different. But well, I'm, let's say I'm, they
2: lose in the Super Bowl, close. They lose close in the Super Bowl. You think? You think? You think I, Rogers is
1: leaving? Yeah, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is that guy that you know. He he he. He's like, ah, eh, I got to come back, you know, to
2: win one here. It, uh, it will cement his legacy. If he only wins one there, then he only, you know, he, what, he, he joins, uh, what? He joins Vinny Testaverde as one win <laughs> Super Bowl winning corp- quarterbacks. Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer, I meant. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, let, hold on. But if he, uh, so let, let, let's say he goes to Broncos just like Peyton Manning did and, and wins two Super Bowls out in, in Denver.
2: Well, Peyton Manning, there was no doubt about Peyton Manning. Nobody was like. Question marks around Peyton Manning's quality as a quarterback. There's no, there's really there's no, no question, question marks, marks around Aaron Rodgers.
1: There's not. I mean,
2: well, th- no. The difference though is, is he an all-time great? Yeah, I think so.
1: And I think, and I think Denver, if Denver did go hard after him, they have a good defense. They have some quality receivers around them.
2: They have a great defense. They have the, the quality receiver thing is a bit suspect. I mean, Judy. You think Cortland Sutton is is which one do you think is as good as Devontae Adams? Let me ben, ask you that. But
1: isn't Adams a free agent after this year?
2: I don't know. I don't know his contract status. Or uh, isn't uh,
1: the running back isn't he isn't he a free agent after this year too? Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones? Who cares
2: about running back? That's a, it's an irrelevant. You just need a, a decent one in the NFL. You don't need a great one.
1: I mean, yeah, they got uh... you
2: know. You don't need a great one. You need a great one if you don't have a great quarterback. But you don't need a great running back if you have one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. But if you I'm look at Kansas City, it, it's irrelevant.
1: But if you look if you look at um Denver right now, what are they? Uh okay, they're seven and eight. And they had Tiddy Bridgewater, who's dead.
2: And what Drew Locke? Yeah, well Drew, Drew Drew Locke uh did terrible this week.
1: And look at and look at Denver's uh points against two hundred and sixty. And we were talking about you know that defense i mean 260 points against uh, yeah it's denver but they're playing in kansas city los angeles Vegas. no no they,
2: they they have an impressive defense you can't sell uh, denver denver's defense is the only reason they have wins this year it's not because of teddy bridgewater
1: yeah okay yes i'm big on teddy bridgewater <laughs> you're huge but... on teddy bridgewater but how was... did they
2: do yeah, how would they do yeah, i mean look their defense is is it in denver that that's all they've got they've got a, a stellar defense That's it. I'm just saying. They don't have a lot of weapons. What
1: the the rumor is, is that if obviously Rodgers is traded, he will obviously go to an AFC team. Peyton Manning looks like he's going to be joining the old Broncos, and they're going to go hard after Aaron Rodgers. Give him what he wants. You know, now he's up there, his girlfriend or fiance or wife, whatever she is, you got Aspen or whatever call you know.
0: My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time Contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's Mintmobile.com forward slash B U B B A. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at Mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Forty five dollars upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed lower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans additional taxes fees and restrictions apply see mint mobile for details what makes a life a good one is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect defend and save what you believe in every single day so what makes a life a good one In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn
2: more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks
3: to Carvana.
1: It doesn't get any better than this.
3: Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house.
4: Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes.
1: There really is no place like home.
4: And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours
3: after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place.
1: You know, they like skiing. They like doing all that stuff. They're in the mountains. They're in Denver. They're in Colorado. I mean, come on. It's perfect for them, right?
2: I'll say this. Green Bay's got some cap issues next year. Yeah. Um, Denver doesn't. Denver's probably... The best situated team with top ten cap space. Um, Pittsburgh's interesting for Aaron Rodgers, isn't it? You Ye- want to talk about going to a team that has weapons? You got Najee Harris. Yeah. You've got uh, the two wideouts. You've got um, you've got a defense that still plays well.
1: But you know what they don't have? A good
2: offensive line. And they've why- got a, they've got a good enough offensive line. Yeah, is
1: it good enough you for you want-
2: Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Uh, 40- but they've got a ton of cap space so they can get they can they can improve that that offensive line through free agency quickly
1: true okay i mean yeah if they do it that way
2: i'm saying pittsburgh would be an intriguing spot for him as well
1: but but as an aaron rodgers would you rather go to pittsburgh or denver if you were aaron rodgers i don't know i really don't know or would you rather stay in green bay
2: I, I really don't know. They're all three. I mean, Denver's the best city of those three to live in by far. <laughs> uh, I hope so. You know, um, but I don't know. Yeah, it's. It, I think he stays with Green Bay. I don't think he's leaving. No. I, I don't think he's leaving. I, I don't think he plays out his whole career there. So you think he finishes up
1: next year? Because I think that's the end of his contract, correct? And then he, what, I mean, he leaves then? Because... If that's the case, then who does Denver go out and get for a quarterback? Because you know they're going to be shopping. They're not obviously going to stick with Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke and all that shit.
2: This is the first year Pittsburgh's defense has been down. They're saying, oh, Pittsburgh has no defense. They, they've got players. They've got players on defense. They just, you know, they've got the Watt kid, right? They got... Yeah. Yeah, They've they've, they've got... Parts but, but, and pieces, but, but but they're
1: not like the normal Steelers defense.
2: Not not anywhere up to the normal Steelers defense. But part of that is having an offense that's not really functioning at full speed as well. You know, a, a good offense helps make the defense better. Always. Well, DJ Brown
1: said defense is bad. The line is horrible. Bad head coach. Bad offense coordinator.
2: Where? In Pittsburgh. Yep. Bad head coach. That's what he says. Out of out of his mind out of his mind that that he thinks that Mike Tomlin's a bad head coach. Rattler through one two Tomlin sucks. <laughs> that's funny. That I would put Tomlin up against any of the the head coaches. Who is it? Vic Mangio in Denver. Who is it?
1: he's going to be fired. He's gone. See, now that's another thing too with Aaron Rodgers going to Denver is they said that, you know, they'd kind of bring in a coach that would be good for him. So I mean, what do you got to say about that?
2: I'd say Mike Tomlin's better than Vic Fangio and anybody that the Denver Broncos is going to hire to be the head coach of that team. Yeah, I don't think Tomlin's going anywhere
1: from Pittsburgh anyhow. It seems like Pittsburgh is keeping their No, but I'm saying is if
2: you, you when you when when somebody says that that Pittsburgh has a bad head coach, are you kidding me? <laughs> Mike Tomlin's a great head coach. No, I think Mike Tomlin is. I uh, I just think Is that, he better than Vic Fangio? Well, me. Uh, yes. <laughs> Just by a hair, right? Just a It's close. I mean, bit. don't get me wrong. Vic Fangio has his chops. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, we might be selling him a little bit short. I mean, his 19 and 27 overall record as a head coach is a little bit misleading.
1: Hold on here. Let me uh, let me go to this call. I think this might be 941. Uh, Wami, well,
3: baby, what's up?
1: How's it going? What's up? It's DJ. Oh, I know. That's why I picked you up. I figured you'd want to talk to him about Pittsburgh
3: oh yeah uh listen baby i know you're a tomlin lover and supporter but i've seen it i've i've watched every snap of the Steelers since probably like 90 with without question i'm going to tell you Tom mike tomlin has inherited an all-time defense an all-time gm an all-time franchise quarterback running back wide receivers when all that was gone except for big ben in 2010 Tomlin has been a complete disaster. He has no coaching tree. He can't fix the defense. We, we couldn't stop anybody for five years on defense. The defense is really bad this year. And there, you need to have context to Tomlin's career. So what I just laid out for you is what he inherited from the Bill Cowers era. And after that, standing on his own, he has not really been great. And when, and I know you hate Big Ben, even though he's like an all-time top ten quarterback, and he's had no good offensive coordinators, and he's played under def- two defensive coaches, so he's not had a real brilliant offensive mind except for maybe Bruce Arians. Okay, and so he's took his team to three championships, whether you want to give him credit or not for it. But I will say this: uh, that when all those pieces were gone. You're seeing now the Tomlin era.
1: So you're saying Tomlin's not a good uh, like play caller, like a, just a basic coach, or is he just not a good personnel you know, kind of He's never card? had a
2: losing record as an NFL head He's coach, which is exceptional.
3: Because Big Ben has never had a losing record. Now when he doesn't have a franchise, so let's just put it like this. Tomlin just passed Bill Cowers and wins. And Bill Cowers only had Big Ben for two years. So the best big, the best Bill Cowers had was Bobby Brister and Neil O'Donnell, who did take them to a, a – Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. You're forgetting about – hold
1: on. What about Cordell Stewart? Yeah. And okay, Jerome Bettis.
3: I, uh, well, I mean, I just took two blood pressure pills before <laughs> I called, okay? Because I knew Baby was going to get my goat hot on this one. Because I don't think he really is being honest or really know – and I think Baby knows a lot about football. But I don't think on the Steelers you really know – the no on it, because you have to give context to Tomlin's career. His in-game adjustments are terrible. So the Jets could beat the Patriots, the Bills beat the Patriots, other teams beat the Patriots, and Tomlin gets like one win in in 15, 16 years. No in-game adjustments. He's too emotional. His message isn't heard. So just like this year, He's calling all the defensive plays, and the defense is horrible. They're giving up the most yards and most points, I think, ever in maybe over thirty something years. So he's out. He's he's definitely outlasted his state. So you're saying that he's never had a winning, he's never had a losing season. Well, let's put him somewhere when he doesn't have number seven. And he doesn't have all the pieces that he's been gifted because he walked into a winning Super Bowl.
2: But then he kept it. He kept the team going and being successful for 14 seasons. Like, that's not a mistake. That's not an accident. That's not. Look, we've seen coaches walk into great situations like John Gruden in
1: Tampa. And then we've seen
2: them, hold on, we've seen them regress to the mean, right? We've seen them come back down to earth. With Tomlin, I mean, last year they were 12 and 4. 12 and 4 last year. Yeah, they they you, choked in the playoffs, so
3: but So you think you think that's Mike Tomlin? That's
2: his game plan. So
3: so let's see I'm let's, saying let's you can't take
2: the coach out of the equation completely. Yeah, but if you talk about John
1: Gruden what he did, he didn't have a Ben Roethlisberger and then he didn't like uh, Brad Johnson, he was getting
2: a little older, and then he just started bringing in his own quarterbacks. No, what we saw with Gruden was he he couldn't couldn't get it done. Right, he he inherited a good team, and then he couldn't get it done.
3: Well, then he put together a Super Bowl team, at, or or at least a playoff, almost a maybe an AFC Championship team, and the Raiders come to the Bucs, who was already loaded but put all the fine-tuning on it. And, I mean, the Bucks were a disaster for years until Gruden got there.
2: No, them. they were not a disaster. Tony Dungy left that team in great fucking shape with an all-time no, I agree. defense.
3: I Sam Weiss and Tony Dungy, they, had, they put together great teams. But I'm just saying, uh, Gruden is, was a good coach, and I think he elevated that. I mean, when you look at his tenure there, so uh, he, had a, he had a number-winning of seasons, something they hadn't had really too much before. And he got them a Super Bowl that they couldn't get done. But I'm just saying, he.
2: You, you know what they did after their Super Bowl year? They went seven and nine and didn't injuries. even make the playoffs. Eight four three above a thousand votes. So we had about injuries.
3: The Steelers didn't make the playoffs the year after they won in 0-5. 05, five and, and eleven. A, and hold on, five and eleven in 0-4.
2: four. Five and eleven in 0-4. John Gruden was not a was not a great head coach. The Steelers bounced back and at least made it to the Super Bowl their third the, the the year after they missed the playoffs, and they had a winning record the year they missed the playoffs. They didn't have a losing record. John Gruden is is a joke of a head coach. Okay, I well, will say I'm that. Not, you know, uh, and and, and I was that, saying that, that saying that Oakland was going to be good. He's a good offensive mind, but once that that defense started to age out in in, in that that generational defense he he inherited. You want to talk about inheriting a defense? The Pittsburgh's been good and has had a good defense up until recently under Mike Tomlin. And that's not a mistake.
3: That's not, that's not true at all, Brian. He couldn't fix the defense for five years when we should have went to the Super Bowl three or four more times or deep in the playoffs. And he couldn't fix the defense. They called in every consultant. And to this day, people don't know, but Keith Butler, our defensive coordinator, when we had a star defense, it was under Dick LeBeau and Keith Butler. Then, Tomlin whatever had a reason, and Dick LeBeau left. Then Keith Butler is now the dude, but Tomlin still calls this defense. That's not true on to- Tomlin's defense. He can't fix the defense, and he's a defensive coach with a weak resume, no coaching tree. So he has not built anybody up. And look at the hires he's made. Who's look a- at the last three? Look at the last three offensive coordinators Ben's played with: Todd Haley, Randy Featner and this Matt Canada clown. And Tomlin hired Matt Canada and said this that he was so impressed at the big win he had over Wisconsin, he knew he was the guy. And this dude can't move the ball an inch, and it isn't on Big Ben.
2: Six because seasons. Six seasons before this. They've,
3: this today.
2: 20 points or less per game given up over the last five of the last six seasons before this year. It's, it, to say he, he can't coach a defense is silly. That's, that's, he he I mean, you give it. up 20 points or fewer in, a, in the NFL, you you have a great defense. DJ, per is game. A,
1: who was the defense coordinator when you guys lost to Tim Tebow in the playoffs?
2: Uh, Well, Tomlin was
3: calling the defense. Oh. It, it was either Dick LeBeau or um, it was probably Dick LeBeau at the time. I mean,
1: you lose a game to Tim Tebow. How bad did they lose that game? Huh, we mean,
3: lost to Blake Bortles and, t- and t- <laughs> Big Ben threw for five touchdowns against the league's best defense and the defense could not – the Pittsburgh defense could not stop Blake Bortles and Leonard Fournette. So that let me ask you this. You, you would Tomlin. rather
2: have Vic Fangio as your head coach than Mike Tomlin?
3: I'm not saying I would, but I'm <laughs> oh, saying – okay. You, I'm not saying I didn't compare the two. You did, Brian. But you also <laughs> said that Mike Tomlin is this great coach, and I said, well, let's give that whole thing that you're stating, he's never had a losing record. Let's give that context to what really is going on. And if you don't think – Pitt, the Pittsburgh Steelers against maybe Green Bay and the Giants are the Blue blood, and the Dallas Cowboys are the Blue Bloods, the cornerstone franchises in the NFL. And that dude inherited everything that he's been given. And when those pieces were gone except for Big Ben, he hasn't done squat.
5: No, he was
1: he was right about Bell, though.
2: Huh? You're, he was right about Bell. Yeah, you made the right call on that.
3: No, totally. I'm not saying – Antonio Brown, didn't go. So, bro.
2: No, so well, guys, Antonio I'm Brown went, went through a little rough time. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he's all bad. I'm just saying, like, look at the, I'm I'm like saying, look at Pete Carroll and Mike Tomlin. They're basically the same coach. Super emotional. Their teams play up and down. They can't beat the teams they're supposed to beat. They're up and down every week, and there's just it's just an influence. And so they're both becoming like these dinosaurs. And I think that a high will highly emotional coaching isn't serving their teams well. And well, I think Russell Russell Wilson gets the blame the same as a lot with Ben. Now Ben's in year he almost forty years old in year eighteen, but they've played under battle lines their entire careers. Well it's just Russell Wilson is mobile and Ben isn't, but they've been running for their lives for a decade. And that makes a difference.
1: Well, listen, Big Ben's gonna have two more games and then he can go uh, pick up some chicks in the bathroom. So I don't think he's done yet.
2: I think he is done. I mean, he's done, dude. If you don't think he's done, he's come on, done. he's done.
1: I think he's 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 going to be going
2: out there on the prowl. He he's I, he's done.
3: No, he he may be done in Pittsburgh, but I still think he has juice left, and I I I really do.
2: I, I, I saw him has, do nothing but miss wide open receivers uh, this week. I mean, just so, atrocious, atrocious so football ask, from him. Atrocious.
3: Yeah, I know. So like, I'm just says, saying it was atrocious.
2: There.
3: He can have a bit. Ba- dude, dude, let me ask you, if you watch the games tightly, you know, other than Deontay Johnson, there isn't a wide receiver on this team that can run a route or get open or create any separation. Claypool at can
2: at times. And, and you got Najee no, Harris. He he's he's got, got more. He's, he's got how
3: to use his big body. He is not a polished receiver or route runner. I, I, and I, he, he's, he's, he's a jump ball. He's a jump ball wide receiver.
1: Well he's, that's the way the offense is that's the way the offense in the NFL is going.
2: So he's got a stud one and a and a serviceable two and a great running back. Um
3: he's not a great running
1: back. Najee Harris, Harris is, 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 is not a great running he's back. He's gonna be a good the,
2: and, he he's good right now. He he's going to eventually be great if he stays healthy. And you
1: just said that they don't have a good offensive line and, and Harris is a good running back. So if they get a great offensive line, then he's gonna be a super running back.
3: Well, I think he's going to be a very good running back if he can stay healthy And what you just said. It's not all his fault. He's going to gain 1,000 yards uh, if he hasn't this last game, and uh, that'll be the first rookie running back to do that since Franco Harris. But the running game has been so diminished. So Ben's played with no running game for like three or four years, and the defenses just know the plays that are coming. And then if you have bad OCs in there, there's not much you can do Brady left New England, and everyone said he was a buster, and he was done. James, Goes to Tampa on a fully. James done. James okay. Connors
2: looked bad. pretty good for Arizona this season. Yeah. I don't oh, think that on. he had no backs. I think he doesn't know how to use a, a running back effectively. Uh, ben Ben doesn't necessarily make those running backs around him better players because he's so slow in the pocket. Um, you're know, so 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 flat-footed in the pocket. He you know, he can step up well and avoid the contact, but there, they, you know, look at what James Conner's doing in Arizona, and tell me he's not a good back. That's
3: a great offensive line and a great OC and an offensive mind. Yeah, that is not anything in Pittsburgh.
1: You can't so, you can't you can't compare Big Ben though with Tom Brady. Big Ben's a good quarterback. He's been a good quarterback for you know his whole career. But he's to a compare, great quarterback. yeah, but he's and he's, he's not Tom Brady.
3: No, he played with – and he also spent his whole career on the most conservative teams playing with Brady and Peyton Manning in his conference. So people just don't give him love because he's a, more of a gunslinger like Brett Favre and he's not a precision passer like Drew Brees or Tom Brady. But Brady left New England and went to the Bucks with the most loaded roster. So the Bucs are not asking Tom Brady to carry all the weight of a franchise. They're not. He has every tool there is. And, I'm, and I love Tom Brady and think he's the greatest quarterback to ever play. That without question, and it's not even negotiable or debatable. But to look at what Big Ben's dealt with, that is also not debatable or close. And since Antonio Brown left, the gap and the margin of talent has been diminished so much that everyone thought that Juju was a great number two. A.B. leaves, and Juju's really probably not even a number three.
1: Well, Big Ben will leave. He'll go to the Browns, and we'll see what he does with the Browns.
2: I mean, <laughs> didn't the Steelers, in, in 2019 when Ben got hurt, didn't the Steelers do better with Mason Rudolph as their quarterback than with Big Ben?
1: Not even close.
2: Oh, yeah. I think he, uh, Mason they Rudolph eight, was 5-3 as a eight, starter. And Big Brian, Ben they, was 3-5, right?
3: Brian, they went 8-8, eight and eight, and this year they have the toughest schedule in the NFL.
2: Well, they went they went eight and eight, and Mason Rudolph had a winning record as a starting quarterback, which would tell me that he did better as a starter, and Mike Tomlin did better as with Mason Rudolph as his starter than he did with Big Ben.
3: <laughs> That's a joke and a half. If you believe that, and you're going to use that as your, I'll just say then pull up all the stats for top ten all time quarterbacks, and let's see if Mason Rudolph's in there. I'm not. Well, me, I'm not may, saying so. Can Mason Rudolph be a starter on any team in the NFL.
2: Yes. So he was 5-3 and three in 2019. I, I know that the, 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 the Steelers the at, finished 8-8 eight and eight that season, which means that Big Ben, starting in 2019 for the Pittsburgh Steelers, playing on the same team as Mason Rudolph in the same number of games, went 3-5. and five. So Mike and Tomlin's Giants. entire career is based upon Big Ben – who underachieved in 2019 and he won more games with. The only reason Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season is because he coached up Mason Rudolph in 2019. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure
3: what you mean, three and five. Big Ben was injured and out after the second week in 2019. So I'm not sure how you're going three and five with Big Ben.
2: Who started in between week? Mason Rudolph and, and Ben Roethlisberger in 19? Because Mason Rudolph only started eight games that season.
3: Well, yeah, they also had Duck Hodges that started. Ben was hurt after the second game of the season.
2: He was out the entire year basically. So so but you're saying that that Mike Tomlin can't coach.
3: They had a loaded team at that time. They also had they all they had a good team at that time. And they so
2: wait, play. so did he have <laughs> nothing to do with that team? because he was a coach for 12 years at that point. Did he had nothing to do with that team being good? I, I think
3: he may have a little bit of it being good, but I, but you're asking me if he's a good coach and all this, and I'm saying stop because you're saying on the record, let's herald him up as this top. Let's just see, Brian, I'll bet whatever dollar amount you want, wherever Tomlin goes, he is never going to be what he is with numbers. Well, I don't think he's Hold going on. anywhere.
2: DJ, I think he's yeah. staying with Pittsburgh. He's staying with so. Pittsburgh.
1: Ben's gonna be gone. He's going to the Browns. DJ Brown, thank you. Call back Thanks next guys. week. You can debate Brian on Pittsburgh football. <laughs> see
2: you, buddy. I'm just saying, uh, Mike Tomlin has an all-time winning record with quarterbacks, Listen, not Roethlisberger, named Ben Roethlisberger. Well, he
1: did say uh, Mason Rudolph he play. Uh, yeah, he could play for. Uh, let's see. Right now, the Broncos, the Giants.
2: Oh, God. Like eight teams in the, the NFL. Panthers. Houston. He could
1: have played with the Saints uh, last
2: night. Houston, Saints. Um, let's see. Carolina. Houston. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. Houston. Yeah. I, I have my, my notes here, but I mean, you got into your vortex of uh,
2: Steel City. Uh, Houston, two-game winning streak. You got to be a better host next time and uh, cut listen, that off. Man. I actually
1: like that. I like you debating. them, I and there were people in chat. I just it, love it how went, angry he was getting well, over Well, that's it. the thing is, and but people
2: were going back and so forth Davis it, So Davis Mills is the man, huh? I, I think he is.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean he beat he beat uh, well he beat well, he Tennessee, beat a very
2: depleted uh, Chargers team. But he did beat Tennessee earlier in the year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, he's not terrible. I'll tell you that he 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 makes the throws. He, he he's he's not terrible.
1: Listen, if anybody right now wants to call in and argue with us over the Houston Texans did <laughs> and 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 the who their quarterback's going to be, this is going to be our last call. Three five two.
2: Lum lum, how's it going? He sure will. Hey, what's up?
5: Hey, man. Hey, babyface, you just own that dude.
2: I'm just—he's very <laughs> angry. At, he's an angry Steelers fan who thinks that they should be winning the Super Bowl every single year. He still thinks that Ben Roethlisberger is a good quarterback. I mean, that's ben that's Roethlisberger problem number one. Retired
5: last year. He came
2: back, and, and all he's doing is slowing the team down from moving on, which is what Absolutely. they need to do. You know, sometimes Absolutely, you got to one hundred
5: percent agree.
2: Sometimes you got to go off into the sunset. You know, to say that right. he has no weapons around him? Are you kidding me? He's, they've got they've got weapons on offense. Unbelievably
5: stupid. That guy knows nothing about football. Um, Mike Tomlin is one of the most underrated, unappreciated coaches in the NFL. And if the Bucks had to get a coach tomorrow and they got him, I would be ecstatic. That dude is smart. He knows how to win, and that's all he does with little or no players. Sometimes.
1: And most of the players well, just, like him. Most of the players like him yes. in the locker
5: room. Players love him. He, he, he just gets the job done. And I would take that guy tomorrow if we needed a head coach. But that, that dude is just an idiot. And the Steelers don't need him as a fan.
2: But <laughs> that's a, that's a bit brutal, but yeah, uh, yeah the Steelers you need know other fans they can get. <laughs> but uh, I, I do disagree with him vehemently people... that that uh, Aaron Rodgers playing with Mike Tomlin would be a bad combination. I think he wants Tomlin out, oh, and he God. knows that if Tomlin got his hands on a quarterback like Rodgers, he would be there for another twenty years in Pittsburgh.
5: Oh, at least if he had Aaron Rodgers, they'd win two more Super Bowls. I,
2: I think so. I think I think he could turn that defense around very quickly. Um, they're still, you know, this is the worst defense he's ever had there, but they were, yes. they were, they, they just don't give up more than 20 points a game on average. I mean, they, they are uh, year in year out. They've been a very good defense. Now, yes, his first four seasons in Pittsburgh, uh, they had, uh, they had very, very, very good defenses, but but he's still going out there. In in the NFL has changed too. I mean, oh, it's yeah. not like the, 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 he's
5: changed with it and and adapted. And what he's done in Pittsburgh is nothing short of remarkable.
2: How they so. have how they even have a a, a chance to finish five hundred with Big Ben as their quarterback this year is a testament to what a great coach he is. Yep. Absolutely. Ben's thrown 20 to touchdown passes. Newsflash, he really hasn't been injured. And and he's done no, nothing. No. He's done nothing. He's slow. He's big and slow right now. He's big and slow, and he's holding back that team. I mean, the, the guy missed one game this season, I think, right? One well, yeah. yeah, game? Yeah, that it aggravated right,
5: me yeah. so bad, I had to call and give my opinion on that. But I do want your opinion on this, guys. What do you think? I'm sorry about the blender. I'm sitting at a tiki bar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> apologies <laughs> needed. Which, right in on. Florida... Yeah, of
5: course. I live in Citrus County. Okay. Um, I, I wanted you guys uh, to give me your opinion on this subject. Um, Jaguars need a head coach. Byron Leftwich is in the conversation. What are your thoughts on that? And what do you think about Todd Bowles being the coach in waiting
2: in Tampa? So we already com- commented yeah, but- on Byron I I I think Byron left which absolutely should be the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Tom, Lummy, Lummy wants to recycle a Detroit I Lions head coach what, what a failed Detroit said, Lions head coach I've
1: said what people have said they want to bring in one of the old Lions coaches you named one three
2: of of, potential man. head coaches and they're all former Detroit Lions I said Peterson, outs. I said Peterson. yeah that was the only non-Detroit head coach I just named. don't think leverage Peterson is ready is
5: the only one of those I Caldwell, Jim Caldwell did get a raw deal in Detroit so I, I I was rolling with you on that too Lummy, but, but Matt Patricia come on man
2: no, I didn't say Matt No, I, did, I threw that out there to be funny. I threw that coach. out there to be funny. But here's the thing. Jim. Cal- Do you really think Jim Caldwell's a, tr- a transformational head coach? No, I think he's a, he's no, a guy you sit no, there and I build your – I think a band-aid.
5: I yeah. think he would be yep. a band-aid. But I, think, I really think they, if, they're, if they're young and they want to build something, and Byron Leftwich is a young guy and he knows how to win – they, they need to. They need to put him in. Well, there. he knows the and franchise the too.
2: He knows the area. He knows. There's just right. something about being connected yeah, right to there. a team like that. Yeah, maybe that's why he doesn't want to go back. There. It means more. You, you he know, he
5: doesn't want area. to go
1: back there. No, because he doesn't. Well, they get a, they get it's a different small. owner
5: now. He did, he's a different guy there. I'm
1: talking up, about you know. the area. Would you want to live in Duvall County? Nobody wants to
2: live in Duvall exactly. County. You Although you this in, guy may, he lives live in there. Citrus. You live, you live in,
1: in Tampa.
5: Citrus County's awesome, baby Don't
2: start
0: that. I'm teasing. I'm teasing.
5: I'm making $5 million a year to coach the Jags. I'm living in
1: Duval, no problem. If I could make two and a half and live in Tampa, I'm thinking Well, I would and live, and live in, in Tampa. Tampa and
2: fly into Jacksonville every day <laughs> for work. That would be that would be. – I'd tell Shaw, you get me a private jet, I'll fly in and out every day to work, and that's it.
1: And, Gordon, and
2: Todd Bowles so isn't going those, anywhere. One
5: of those fancy limos like Philip Rivers had.
2: So, no, by, I think, I think like
5: Bowles – San Diego and L.A.
2: I think Bowles will um, – He's staying here until he, his kid uh, graduates. He's going to stay here because, yeah, his kid's playing. And, and I think next year is Arians' last. And so I think he'll take over at that point. Yeah, I think
5: Bowles is the next I agree with coach. you on that too. I think that's why he's hanging around. Yeah, the, the, got the, his
2: kid and, and, and his yeah, you've you still got, you know, whoever your next quarterback is, um, the Bucks will still be a decent team. And yep. it,
1: True. So Thank you, T-shirt. Well, enjoy your tiki All bar. Right, boys. Well, I can run a little a long job, today,
2: man. man. It's, it's, uh, unless you got to go, Lummy. I don't got to. We have a short right. three. I just got to make
1: sure the studio is back. So we definitely probably have 145. Okay. Just so, Lummy's got to clean up. Well, yeah, just change everything out because Bubba likes to do a little prep before, and I don't want to be sitting in Well, let's
2: right. get our picks out of the way so we don't miss them, and then we can. Uh, yeah, last we can week ten and up. six. Uh, eight yeah, eight. let me beat me ten and six, eight and eight. Had I known that New England would be uh, starting a, a fourth round rookie oh, you mean quarterback, New Orleans. New Orleans? <laughs> I mean, New Orleans would be starting a fourth round rookie quarterback. We would have tied for the week nine and seven.
1: Atlanta Buffalo at Buffalo. Uh,
2: hmm, tough one. Give me Buffalo. Buffalo
1: New York Giants at Chicago.
2: Um, the Chicago Bears.
1: Yeah, Glenn still, Yeah, Stiller. Kansas City Chiefs at. Cincinnati. Cincinnati
2: Kansas City
1: I'm right in the hot hand of Burrows my burrow. not it's not plural oh it's Burrows to me <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Miami at Tennessee
2: ah geez. this is a tough one man um give me Tennessee
1: I'm going Miami right in the hot hand of uh not to a
2: <laughs> the <laughs> their defense
1: how would I say hundred and seventy eight yards are passing for uh for two. Las Vegas at Indianapolis. Indy. Jacksonville at New England. New England. New England. I picked Indiana last yeah. Carolina at New Orleans.
2: Uh, Give me Carolina.
1: New Orleans. Tampa Bay at Jets. Bucks. Bucks. Philadelphia at Washington. Philly. Washington. Bounce back game. Denver at L.A. Chargers.
2: It's got to be L.A. Bridgewater's done. So they're Is he done? done? Yeah.
1: L.A. Chargers for me. Houston at San Francisco.
2: Oh, you get to pick your boy Davis Mills. Yeah. I'm gonna go with San Fran. I'm going Houston. Now San Fran is going to probably be starting Lance. I can't see Garoppolo playing with the injury that he suffered on his thumb.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 sitting there going Houston all day. long. I
2: like the 14 and a half though. So I'll tell I. you that. That's I, a that's a betters bet right there. I
1: like the Houston 14 and a half. And if we're going on a betters bet, I like the um, where was it uh, the 14 and a half Atlanta. They've been playing a little bit better.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. Buffalo just, uh, just, just beat down New England pretty solid. I, I don't know. I think, I think Buffalo is going to put it together in time for the playoffs here. Arizona at Dallas. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think Arizona is going to bounce back here. I think they need to, and and they're going to get one.
1: I think Dallas wins. They take next week off. Detroit at Seattle.
2: Man, Seattle's a bad football team right now. I'm taking Detroit. I'm taking Detroit. And if I was a better Goff will be back. I like the seven and a half seven for and sure. A half
1: too. that's a good line. Uh, Rams at Baltimore. Rams
2: all day. Rams. Baltimore blows.
1: Minnesota at Green Bay. Green Bay. Actually, you know what? I'm taking. Uh, I like think I'm. I think like seven and a half on Minnesota.
2: Well, I'm, I like the the spread. I don't like. I know. I'm taking I Minnesota straight up. Yeah.
1: Uh, Cleveland at Pittsburgh Oh, geez, Pittsburgh
2: <laughs> <laughs> only because of Mike Tomlin. I'm taking Pittsburgh.
1: I'm taking Cleveland
2: because
1: you know, big Ben's going to get sacked a ton. In oh, it's going to
2: be ugly. I'm, I'm losing this one, but I have to pick Pittsburgh out of principle at this point. Only
1: because Mike Tomlin's going to win the game.
2: <laughs> Mike Tomlin single-handedly going to win that game. He's going to win in spite of the bum, big Ben Roethlisberger who hasn't been good for two full seasons. Somehow Mike Tomlin won 12 games last year with big Ben as his quarterback. Somehow. But he's not a good head coach.
1: Now I wanted to move in. I have my notes here. What
2: do you want? What do you like for the final score in that? Uh, I'm going to take Pittsburgh 20, Cleveland 17.
1: I'm going to take Cleveland comes out 28. Pittsburgh only puts up a measly 14. 28 14.
2: So I, I'm th- what, what is I'm interested to see what uh, what Vegas has on the over under on that game. It's got to be 38 points, right? Oh yeah.
1: It's got to be low. It's
2: got to be super low. I, 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 I'm i trying to pull it up real quick. Of course. So, 81390BBBA. We're going to stay another
1: 10, 15 minutes. Uh, Over-under is 40 and a half. 40 and a half? Yeah. I'd probably look at the under on that one.
2: Well, you didn't pick an underscore, though. You picked an overscore. <laughs> You've just predicted 28-14. <laughs> you say, oh, I definitely look under. Well, that's, well, no, you idiot. No, no, no. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on.
1: But that's, my, my thinking on that is that you know the Browns are going to come out and just score a ton. But, I mean, realistically, if I was to put money on it, I'd look at that and probably say, well, it's probably a better money choice to go so under. So
2: why wouldn't you go 28-10 with your prediction?
1: <laughs> oh, Why? Because it, because when I when I put money on it, like like I would bet probably the under on it. I just started thinking about it. I went quick. I was like, hey, I'm back on the
2: big show, January twenty seventh.
1: Big Ben, Big Ben will probably come out, you know, with his you know big arm and throw two TDs. Or uh, Harris will probably throw two TDs. Um, Najee Harris. Yeah, it looks like, and I was gonna bring it up, uh, the Colts if they're the real deal, and it looks like Carson Wentz is now on the COVID.
2: Restriction. I don't think that'll impact that team at all. You don't
1: think so? No. Who's their backup? Uh, Which I guess he's unvaccinated, and I guess that's
2: he is unvaccinated. That's what it says. Well, he'll only miss one game, but um, they've got Brett Hundley and Sam Elliger and James Morgan. Who? So it looked like Hundley is probably going to be next up. Next man up.
1: So I mean, that means they're just going to rely. I mean, they've been they've been running the crap.
2: Yeah, they're going to. Jonathan Taylor will run thir- carry th- carry the ball thirty times again.
1: Yeah, but that's just not. He's not going to make the
2: playoffs. I will tell you though, I like uh, <laughs> Vegas against them now. Vegas is uh, they're a tough out, man. They're, they 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 definitely don't just roll over and oh, die. No,
1: I, yeah, the seven and a half is a good bet right now.
2: Oh, if you can get it now, but I imagine it's if that news four is minute, true, it's four minutes old by Ian Rappaport. Yeah, that that spread will change quickly. I I bet it goes down to what you think four and a half.
1: It, it at? Is that indie?
2: Yeah, It's in Indy.
1: Yeah, so that three point right there. Yeah, I could see it being about four and a half. Yeah, drops. I could
2: see that dropping down to four and a half points.
1: But you don't. Th- I mean, don't you think that it, it that's pro- this is probably the one of the worst times. Because they're they're going to make the playoffs, they're coming in hot. I think the Colts are for real. I know, like you're saying, you know their strength of schedule. They did beat New England. They beat Arizona. Last I didn't week. say the
2: Colts are terrible. I, I we didn't talk about no, them. No, but I was
1: saying about Wentz too. You know, like he's not. You know, the he's kind he's of a revenge. good game manager. Then, You've yeah. got
2: a stud running back. I mean, that that's the thing. I said you can have a. You can have a decent quarterback if you have a stud running back. That's Miami's problem, right? They don't have a stud running back, and they only have a game-managing quarterback.
1: But I was saying now that the game-managing quarterback is done, and now they're going to go to Vegas. Okay, they play Jacksonville, at Jacksonville, but...
2: Circa just updated their line to minus two and a half for Indy. Ouch. Yeah. It it dropped five points. And the over-under dropped two.
1: So now you look at that. Now, but I'm saying is with Jonathan Taylor, he's rushed 297 times this year. That's a lot. And then going into the playoffs, you know they're they're gonna have to, they're gonna be in a they're gonna have what three games pretty much in the playoffs if they were to go.
2: Oh yeah, they're not getting home field. Yeah,
1: I mean that's a lot on a running back. Now if he's gonna be your future because he's 22 years old. I mean in in Wisconsin they used him a He carried ton, too. a
2: ton in Wisconsin. Yeah. He was averaging like 30 carries a game in Wisconsin too. You, you know he, some backs are built differently though. Some backs can take He's not a big guy it. though. 5'10 226 is pretty fucking big. He's not an Adrian Peterson though. I mean what's Peterson? 6'1 2, 2, 230? But that guy is a beast. But 5'10 226 is pretty beastly dude for a running back. I mean that's that's not a little dude. It's not like he's 5'10 200. Yeah. You know, Derrick Henry's is 6'3, 238. So you spread out. I mean, 5'10. He's five inches shorter than Derrick Henry, but only seven, uh, 12 pounds lighter. He's he's built.
1: Well, I'm just looking at, like, if you look at Peterson, he had 238, 363, 314, 283, 208, 348, 279, and then dropped off and then had 327, and then never got another. He had one 251 in Washington.
2: No, he, they're running him to death. But you should do that with an NFL running back. If you you use them and lose them, they're they're Glade plugins. You you get every bit you can out of them, and then you discard them. I mean, in college, fourteen games, three hundred carries; thirteen games, three hundred and seven carries; fourteen games, three hundred and twenty carries. Now, what you have to keep in mind is he he skipped his senior year, so he didn't uh, take that unnecessary you know damage.
1: Yeah, but he got those carries like he played four years there.
2: Oh, yeah. He got four years' worth of carries in three seasons. And if you look at Wisconsin, it's
1: always been a really strong
2: running school. He averaged 20, 26, 27 carries per year, now, per game, rather, at Wisconsin. That's well, that's a crazy amount of carries.
1: Let me ask you, what Wisconsin? what's the last good Wisconsin running back that had more than a five-year career in the NFL? There really isn't one because they all get worn out. I mean, they're studs. They're studs in well, the Well, they're NFL. running
2: behind beefy, hossy offensive lines and, and 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 traditionally have been playing against slower defenses in the Big 10 yeah, especially in in their division.
1: True, but let's see. Okay, uh in the last uh we have Jonathan Taylor, yeah, Melvin Gordon, mm-hmm. James White.
2: Melvin Gordon had uh, has had a decent NFL career. You can't just discard him. Yeah, decent. James White has had a decent NFL Monty career. Monty Ball. Monty Ball was a great um was a great running back for Wisconsin. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but but I'm saying they haven't had long going, I guess Melvin Gordon's still six years. Melvin Gordon's still playing. It's not like he's it's gone. Six. I know, but he's not he's not he's not really getting a ton of carries. They you know they have two backs there. James White, he's he's never really been the featured back there.
2: One I mean, yeah. Not not super like featured, but Melvin Gordon was, you know, I mean he's gotten his share of carries in his career. He's got what? Uh when he was with, when he was drafted by San Diego. He had 254 carries in 13 games in 2016. He had 284 carries in 16 games in 2017. And then his numbers have dipped since yeah. then. But he had two seasons where he was the workhorse. But if, if you look at it, they're all their rookie years is 22 right there,
1: which is Jonathan Taylor, even though he skipped his senior year. 22. So, I don't know. I just, I just... I mean, like you said... The, the, the reason why running backs are just a dime a dozen now, you know, they're just going to, so you're saying how long do you think Jonathan Taylor has in the NFL as being a featured back? Cause obviously he's had three more, three, years.
2: three more seasons without injury.
1: And then he's just going to kind of turn into a, one of those running backs. No, that,
2: he'll still, they'll, they'll have to use him. They can't, you can't run him like they're running him for his whole career. You know, he's going to end up with what? 360 carries this season? Maybe, close to, depending yeah. on how this week goes. I mean, that's a lot. That's like getting into 300 that's like getting into 220 car accidents in in a year.
1: Which I'm surprised that they're not running more with their backup running backs. Uh, what's his Well, name you got
2: Mack just languishing there, which I and then you got N- Naheem Hines, um who's more of the, their receiving back. But why would you go away from Taylor? I mean when you give him well, the ball and you're guaranteed pretty it's not like he take he gets tackled for a loss very often.
5: Yeah,
1: but there's a couple of those games that they were up by a lot and they're still running them in the fourth quarter. I think it was that uh the Buffalo game 41-15. So
2: say they haven't been up by I mean Houston they haven't been up in a game by a lot I mean, Houston and Buffalo. Those are like the last two times they've been up by quote unquote a lot in a game.
1: Well, New York I think they were up by a good amount and like New York started just putting some like cheap points on it toward the end. And I and I think they were still running Taylor pretty hard. Like what was Yeah, game they were that, up
2: forty two to uh ten against yeah, the Jets.
1: Yeah, the Jets started getting some weak stuff and they were but still. No, Taylor
2: only had nineteen carries in that game though. Yeah, but he had hundred and seventy two. Yeah, he, he was, had a lot of yards, but only nineteen carries. What, That's not a big carry game what, for him.
1: What was the game he had five TDs? Was that the Buffalo game?
2: Um the five TD game, he had four TDs rushing and one receiving against Buffalo.
1: Yeah, the five TD, yeah,
2: thirty-two carries. Yeah, that's that's a lot of touches. And they were thirty-five up, touches total.
1: and they were up uh, twenty-eight. They he were had, up thirty-eight to seven going in the fourth quarter.
2: He had twenty-seven carries and two targets against Arizona. He had twenty-nine carries, no targets against New England. Thirty-two carries, no targets against Houston. Bucks gave him a week off because. <laughs> Say so 16 16 uh, carries, five targets, uh, Buffalo 32 and three, Jacksonville 21 and eight. Uh, the Jets game was his, his lightish, his, his light, the lightest they used him in, in a long time, 19 and two. So that in the bucks game would be 21 times that he was he touched no, the ball. Just,
1: I just, you know, them going into the playoffs, you know, I, I think they're just probably going to run the shit out of. I mean, the games, the Vegas. games
2: they lost, he carried fewer than 20 times. The games that they've won, he they you know, especially as of late, he's carrying the ball more than twenty times. I think they're a team to, to look out for in the playoffs. They're a team that will be tough in the playoffs until they run into a stout run defense. I mean, when when they have to pass the ball, if they get down early, they're they're fucked. They're fucked. Yeah. They're fucked because Carson Wentz is not leading them back, and certainly Brett Hundley is not leading them no. back.
1: And you got Michael Pittman Jr. for their. In- that's
2: it. I mean, they got T.Y. Hilton is over the hill. Yep. Uh, so you know that receiver, they're not really stacked. Um, they 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 definitely need to be better at receiver. But they're they're a team that's dangerous because they can run the ball in the playoffs. But if, if they can play that, you know, clock control, score control type of game, which they did against the Cardinals. But who are floundering? Yeah, I was going to say, what what do you think the problem with the Cardinals are? What's the problem? That they're not as good as they appeared to be at the beginning of the season? I mean, back to back loss. Uh, no, three and
1: losses in a row. They've I mean, lost,
2: I, what, five out of their last eight, right? Yeah. Six, I mean, five out of the last eight, yeah. Uh,
1: but I could see loss against the Packers. Okay, the Panthers won 34 10. I mean, that's, and that was at home. That's pretty bad. And then the Rams, I can see that. You know, uh, the Lions.
2: J.J. Watt got injured.
1: And the Colts. I mean, the Colts are good, but the Lions and the Panthers, those losses, uh.
2: those, th- yeah, those are inexcusable. I mean, those are, those are really bad losses. Those are really bad losses. I mean, the Bucks have a couple too, though. They shouldn't have lost to the Saints and they shouldn't have lost to Washington. And if they didn't lose those games, they're, you know, number one seed. Yeah.
1: But like, uh, like you said before, the, uh, the experience with the quarterback on Kyle Murray is not like a Tom Brady. So, do you think the Cardinals going to the playoffs and just a one and out?
2: Oh yeah, they're they're not going on the road. They're for, they're going to have to go on the road to win unless Los Angeles trips up and they're not going on the road and winning. Not not with Kyler Murray as their quarterback and a, and a young head
1: coach, because the Rams have they have to have paper tiger Ravens and then they have the 49ers at home, so that should be two two easy wins for the Rams. Because I mean the Ravens, oh yeah, much the, no, need to give up at yeah. this point.
2: Arizona if they can I mean I I did predict them to bounce back and beat Dallas this week that would be huge for them. Um you know if they can win their last two and go 12 and 5 and head into the playoffs with some momentum the problem for them again is if Los Angeles doesn't lose and they have to go on the road in the playoffs especially if they're coming to Tampa or going to Dallas um you know that that's a that's a that or, or LA it's going to be Tampa, Dallas or LA. And those are tough places to win football games granted they did beat um LA in LA earlier this year but that was a different Rams team yeah. that, the, this this Rams team lately 16 points, 12 points, 23 points, you know, if they other than the Seattle game, if they don't score 30, then what Seattle and the 49ers are the two games that they won where they didn't score 30 or more points. So that's kind of the 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 measuring stick for them and they haven't shown a propensity to be able to do that as of late One of their
1: playoff teams I wanted to talk about is the Titans.
2: Well, is Derrick Henry coming back? If Derrick Henry's not coming back, then I don't believe in them at all. If Derrick Henry comes back, they will be a dangerous team because they will have a fresh Derrick Henry returning. Uh, A.J. Brown is fresh. Yep. Um, Julio Jones, if he ever decides to play a game and gets his hamstring fixed. He's hanging out with Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ, man. I'm bitter on that one.
1: It's saying uh, Derrick Henry could return week 18.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd, I would be shocked unless they had to win. Um, to I, I, well, he said that
1: he'd come back to knock off some of the
2: rust. Yeah, like Cam Akers is about to do for the Rams this yeah. week. Yeah, I
1: mean, think about it. I mean, the, they're playing the Texans. I mean, I'm saying the Texans defense. Yeah. Nothing to be scared about there.
2: No, I I think you get him back in if he's healthy enough. You get him back in, get him some carries. I mean, they're still playing for home field. Let's let's you know not forget that. As rough of a stretch as they've had here, they're still playing for home field advantage. I mean, you know, Kansas City looks like they're going to get it, but um, but if they can beat the the Dolphins this week, which I think they will. Mm, I don't think they will. I think they will. I don't
1: think they I don't think they win without Derrick Henry against the Dolphins. I think they're gonna to try to rely on uh, Tannehill. I think the Dolphins secondary is too good. I think their defense
2: is too good. Have we good. ever had an NFL season though that this is that is this even and close? Like who's the team like right now Kansas City is starting to look like it, but who's the team that you would say is the odds on favorite to win it all?
1: Well, if I wasn't such a homer and I was just looking on the outside, I mean they're looking at Green Bay. Green Bay and Kansas City. Is if you were just
2: looking, but are at they the are they playing that right now, much better, or are they no. better because? Are you saying that because they're probably going to have home field?
1: One, they're going to have home field. Two, they're they're the, like you said, the injuries, and they're coming together right now, and that they're, they're just they're they're putting it all together at the perfect time, kind of like the Bucs did last year. The Bucks obviously this year, all the injuries at the end. Now it's going to all up in the air. Kansas City's putting it together on an eight-game winning streak. Green Bay's on a four-game winning streak. The only game they lost is because Rodgers was out that game, right? Yeah. So they're all putting it together, and they're all flowing, and they have home-field events. I mean, no one wants to go to Green Bay. And Kansas City, they have one of the loudest stadiums, and they have a lot of offensive weapons. So if you were looking at it, you'd say Kansas City, it would be a Kansas City-Green Bay No, Green Bay hasn't
2: lost at home this season and they've beaten you know some decent teams there i mean they haven't beaten any world beaters they, other than the rams the rams victory was was a good one um but uh you know that's another team you look at their their win loss record they got a close win over arizona on the road you can't count that same they got time. a very close win at the 49ers and they've got the the big the i mean it is an 8 point game win over the rams They've been winning a lot of close games. Two points over the Browns, one point over the Ravens. Eight points is essentially a one-score yeah, game but those over the Rams. Are, a lot
1: of those games are the ones they're going to be playing. So even if you know,
2: two no, I game. know, I know. I'm just saying they're they're one of those teams that a few bounces go the other way, and we're we're talking about a nine and a nine and six team instead of a twelve and three team. That's true. You know that they're, they're they're not. What my point being is, they're not as dominant as. The best team in the league typically is, and and so I, I think yeah. right now I, I my money would be on Kansas City to win it all, um, simply because the AFC is probably a little bit easier to make it out of. The top of the NFC is better than the top of the AFC. Oh yeah, the top four teams when you got you're talking Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Dallas, and and the Rams, and even the fifth team if you want to throw Arizona in there if they can figure it out is much better than the top of the AFC.
1: Yeah, cuz if you look at if you name the top AFC, you got the Bills, the Bengals, the Titans and the Chiefs. I'll throw the Colts in there too. And who are you going to pick to win
2: out of that? Yeah. The Chiefs. Yeah, easily. Like they they there's definitely separation there, especially with the Chiefs getting home field advantage. Yeah, it'll be tough to win in Arrowhead and with them having experience. Yeah. Two straight years. Yep.
1: Yeah, I don't uh I don't see that. I mean, I think the NFC's, I think that's going to be tough. Uh, I, I mean, Obviously, I'm a homer. I want the Bucks, The Rams, I think with Akers coming back, Akers is the dominant back over Henderson. I think if he comes back from that injury and looks halfway decent, I think that changes their whole offense again. And that makes the Rams really scary.
2: Yeah, they're a tough team. I mean, if they're healthier than the Bucks, They've only got one major contributor on offense right now. I mean, because you, if you're going to say Michelle and Henderson are interchangeable, clearly Fournette and Jones are not for the Bucks. No, obviously it was just Fournette.
1: And obviously they have Ronald Jones and Vaughn as being interchangeable.
2: Those guys are interchangeable as number twos, yeah. but they're not interchangeable with Fournette. No. Michelle and, and Henderson appear to be interchangeable.
1: And real quick, what do you think of that Bell pickup then for the Bucks? I it's mean,
2: just, it's meaningless. It's yeah. it's a depth if they're relying on Le'Veon Bell, then the Bucks are, are in big trouble. If they have to rely on him, they're fucked.
1: You think they just got him just to get him like you, you think they have any like plans for him for the playoffs or anything like that? No.
2: They they plan on having him to, because they need a third back.
1: What do you, let me ask you, what the Chiefs I wanted to ask this uh, too. I'm looking at the time, just but uh, right, Josh Gordon. Thing. Josh Gordon. I know that he's not doing much, but do you think that the Chiefs are going to try to get him more involved? Or do you think Gordon's just
2: done? I think you look at they, what they're doing with Pringle showing up with Kelsey out. I, I think the Chiefs have an offense that spreads you out so well, and Mahomes is so quick getting that ball out. He has that non-traditional throwing style that doesn't require him to come all the way over the top, which gives him an extra tenth or two of a second to get rid of the ball. Um, I don't think who's catching the ball really matters too much for them. Obviously, they're better when they have every, you know all their parts and pieces, but I don't know that Gordon is any better at this stage in his career than, than Pringle. Hmm. Do you? You think Gordon's better than than Pringle? Uh, It's hard to say because Gordon,
1: man, when he plays, he looks like a superstar. But obviously that's, you know, every year for the last, what, seven years? And he only plays two games a year. So it's hard to say. But when you see him, you're like, oh, shit, that guy's a stud. But, I mean, Pringle, yeah. I mean, Gordon hasn't
2: done much this year to make you think that, you know, He's been in 10 games and only has four catches on 12 targets. So wh- wh- where's, you know, <laughs> what are we basing getting Josh Gordon involved? And he's averaging 6.8 yards per catch. He's averaging 2.2 yards per um, target. I mean,
1: they were just pretty much saying that they might want to get him involved and put him in Why? like a, like a Tyree. Because he's a he's like a Tyree kill fast and just put him in the you side. You have a Tyreek kill, though. I know, but then if you have two.
2: you No. No, like, no team's running well, two slot receivers out there.
1: They were saying pretty much almost, I guess the
2: Bucks kind of do when they had Brown and Godwin. Well, that's but, what
1: they were saying about having uh, a, a Josh Gordon be like a uh, Antonio Brown.
2: The problem with giving Gordon re- more reps is that you've got to take him away from somebody else who's actually contributing, right? Yeah. Who's actually, you know, Pringles 34 receptions on 48, 48 targets this year. Oh, that's good. No, it's not bad. Averaging 14 yards, five touchdowns. He's coming up in big spots. that That's the guy you're taking receptions from if you're playing Gordon more. And I'm saying right now, Byron Pringle is better than Josh Gordon for for what the Chiefs are doing.
1: DJ Brown, 941, 500 bits says Mike Thomas is the best coach there is. And on that note, Brian...
2: Well, he's right. I mean, that's right. He's, he's he's definitely top five you in has, the NFL. You have changed his mind. I, I, I change hearts and minds. That's what I do. That's because you're the man, Brian. I am the man. I do appreciate you. me. you're the man. You're the man. You're the man. Next week? Sure, well, let's do it again. Let's see uh, how badly we do with these picks. I, I think I did pretty bad this week. I don't think we're going to do Tuesday. Though. We won't know. We're not going to do Tuesday next week?
1: I mean, I mean we're back on regular schedule.
2: Yeah, I would like to do more like a Thursday. Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday, we were doing before, Thursday. I'm down with a Thursday. Thursday is just better from a who's in and out of the game perspective. Oh, it's been yeah. so crazy not knowing. I mean, even Thursday, we probably won't know half the guys that are playing. Especially now with the whole COVID thing. Yeah, that's, well, that's what I'm talking about.
1: But still, <laughs> I, I like Thursday better, too. So let's, let's shoot for a Thursday then. All right, buddy. I'll check with Blitz and Bubba and everything.
2: Sounds good. Don't
1: forget, we're live, 3 o'clock. Bubba, 3 o'clock right here. Everyone, we'll see you at 3. Thank you.